Three. That was beautiful. Jace, you're one hell of a clapper. Thanks, buddy. Are you... Uh, you know, the uh, the original clapper was based off of me. Is that true? Because I could clap so loud, it would break all the uh, electric circuits <laughs> in a lamp. <laughs> the clapper. I was like the Hulk. Well, there is an X-Man that just claps. The, the Hulk does, too. Yeah, the Hulk clap? The Hulk clap. He claps, and then it like blows people's heads up. It's That's pretty cool. He should say Hulk clap. <laughs> Especially after somebody makes a really good point at a comedy show. <laughs> <laughs> It's, Hulk clap. It's Nanette, but Hulk is watching it, and she's like, "Pull your socks up!" And he's like, "Hulk like," and yeah. then her head explodes. <laughs> this message is for the men, specifically the straight men, specifically the straight white men. What about straight green? <laughs> Pull your fucking socks up, mate. Hulk can wear socks. Pull your fucking socks up, mate. Um, oh, you clipped the mic there, Kevin. Oh, I apologize. Might, here, Hulk? take that one more time. <laughs> <laughs> Pull your fucking socks up, mate. That's pretty good. Um, Crocodile, you know? Did you Hulk? know they're remaking Crocodile Dundee with N- Nanette? <laughs> <laughs> this message is for the crocodile, <laughs> specifically the African. Cro- oh, I see. That was getting bad. Yeah. This message is for specifically for the albino crocodiles, <laughs> specifically the straight albino crocodiles. <laughs> Pull your fucking scales up, mate. (laughs) (laughs) Why was thinking uh, you call that a gender? That's not a gender. Uh, This is a gender right here. Mm -hmm. You call that a gender? Every uh, time I walk out of the house dressed like a man and somebody says, hey, sir, I get so pissed. (laughs) I spend most of my day trying to not look like a woman. But if you misgender me, so help me, I will pull your fucking socks up. That's not a wife. This is a wife. <laughs> and when you pull camera, that's Oh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. Should we start the pod, my broad? Yeah, we... we <laughs> I think we, we, we hated women enough in the beginning of this. To yeah, start it. Uh, yeah. Well, not just, just one woman specifically. Right. This is a guys-only podcast, so if you're a woman, turn it the fuck off. Guys only. I hold one race, gender, and sexual orientation responsible for my sadness. It's that time of the week, ladies and gentlemen. It's another brain jail coming at your big ass. <laughs> Welcome to Brain Jail. I am uh, Kevin Tinkin. That beautiful black voice you're hearing is the voice of uh, Benjamin Jebediah Avery. Mm. And uh, mm. sitting across from me in a polo yet again, mm-hmm. Jace. Avery. Yeah. I feel like this is a great start considering we learned, if anything, this week, you can't get canceled for what you say on a podcast. No. Well, <laughs> he, he hasn't. Uh, what's his name? J- Bane Gillis. Well, we can say Shane Gillis on the podcast, No, uh, right? that's my new character. It's Bane Gillis, <laughs> but he's just really strong, but he still hates oh. Chinese people. <laughs> yeah. no, one, no one knew who I was until I said the word. <laughs> <laughs> what would happen if you said it? It I would can't. be extremely painful. <laughs> That's a pretty good pain, right? That's yeah, not bad. Yeah, yeah. Not bad. Yeah. Where I say it. Say the word. Say the word. <laughs> say it. 
Describe an Asian man with a different slur. <laughs> Don't say it specific. Now it's uh, it's Clint Eastwood. Yeah. Don't say it specifically. You do Clint Eastwood, Liam Neeson, and Batman all it's the same voice. It's almost the same. Yeah. 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 Well, Batman is uh, Batman's uh, just ridiculous. Right. You just have to go. Uh, You're not wearing hockey masks. <laughs> I'm not wearing underpants. The difference between me and you. I'm not wearing a condom. <laughs> and then. Uh, Wait, Batman just always goes raw. <laughs> yeah, he just he's just raw, dude. When you he's think a bug of, chaser. When mm-hmm. you think about you're living your life every night, right. putting your life at risk, you gotta celebrate a little bit yeah. when you're getting down. Go raw. Yeah, you know. And what do you? I'm what, going for a swim. I'm not wearing a tuxedo. Hell ladies. yeah! And he's wearing the mask in the bedroom, so nobody <laughs> knows it's Bruce Wayne. So nobody's gonna get his ass for right. child support. Well, the Batman the Batman costume actually started as a gimp outfit. Not a lot yeah. of people know that. Zip me up. <laughs> Zip up my mouth. Pull me around. Oh, my God. Bruce Wayne and Jeffrey Epstein are very similar. They are actually very similar. Yeah, they are very similar. And he's called the Batman because bats eat bugs, and he's a bug chaser, and he's trying to get AIDS. (laughs) Do you think... I'm a bug chaser. Come on, Joker. Give me the bug. (laughs) I just need a little bit of the bug, Joker. This is a full movie Ben's already written, Uh, where Batman's a bug chaser. (laughs) Oh, I'm looking for the bug. Come on, Joker. Where is it? I wish I could be there the day you discovered what a bug chaser is. Hmm. Yeah. Well, nobody knows. If you could go back to ben. if you're listening and you don't know, a bug chaser is a man, usually in the gay community, who seeks out gentlemen with AIDS and has unprotected Jace. sex with them in order to get and this, AIDS. Is, this is it also, ever a woman? Let's be honest. This is, is it ever a woman? It's, it's <laughs> also one woman. It's also known as one man who did this. <laughs> And then another man who decided to name it. And yeah, they probably don't exist. That's very true. Yeah, it was it's probably four people. No, yeah. There's r slash bug chaser. They're a very thriving community. They're fighting for a voice in this climate. They have I'm, sure they're, them. I'm sure they're very serious. <laughs> there's <laughs> one meme on the entire page, and it's Bugs Bunny going, uh, uh, what's up, bug? And that's it. He's going, what's butt cock? <laughs> What's back, cock? What's back, cock? Bugs Chaser Bunny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Bugs Chaser Bunny. Okay, and what's up, bud? What's up, immune system? <laughs> <laughs> Instead of a carrot, it's a dildo. Yeah. Have any famous Elmer Pud? Elmer Pud is very good. Be very quiet. I'm trying to get AIDS. <laughs> Be very quiet. I'm having unprotected sex at Trump Stop Bathrooms. Is, is that Elmer Fudd? Yeah, it's <laughs> Elmer Elmer Pud. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. I'm hunting. <laughs> I'm hunting chlamydia. Com- Wait, what? Chlamydia? chlamydia? I can't say it. Um, I'm trying to get to crap. This is yet another example of a bit that we just get into, and I'm like, I'm on board. I'll, I'll keep going on this. This is the dumbest well, yeah. shit I've ever heard. Well, you're a stand-up comedian. <laughs> Come on, y'all. I'm a oh, stand-up comedian. That's, that's oh, the comedy Jay club folks. in Osmo- Osmosis Jones is the, the little bug comedian. Not bug. Germ comedian is played by Kevin. Yeah. Uh, oh, Osmosis Jones. What an autistic. Yeah. Do you remember that movie? movie? It's so good. I, that, I watched that movie maybe more times than I've watched Goodfellas. What's Ob- Osmosis Jones? <laughs> Osmosis Jones is a movie that came out in, I think, 2002, Ben. Mm-hmm. Um, it was maybe Chris, 99. It, was, um, it all took place inside Bill Murray's body. And it was a cartoon yeah. with live action elements of Bill Murray, like drinking beer and stuff. Hell yeah. That Now and, that sounds like a good movie. And so Chris Rock was a cop in. Um, Bill Murray's body, which is a city, so it just it basically becomes like rush hour. Like he's teamed up with the, like a partner he doesn't like, yeah, yeah, and they have to fight a virus 
Okay. That's trying to kill Bill Murray, and the virus is HIV. They say that is it really? No, it's not. It's like an unnamed virus. <laughs> wow, it came out a month before nine eleven. Is that true? Yeah, man, that's did, brutal. How did everything in America come out the day before nine eleven? Shrek came out before nine eleven. Shrek too. came out. Spider Man, think- um, mm-hmm. the Strokes' first album. Yeah, the the Jay Z's mm-hmm. uh, the Blueprint. The first one came yeah. out. Yep. Um, that's when uh, uh, I came out of the closet yep. the day before 9-11. Yep. Mm-hmm. I wish Nanette would have come out the day of 9-11. <laughs> <laughs> Just fall into obscurity. Well, you've seen the original Spider-Man trailer, right? The Spider-Man teaser that came out before 9-11 was. Oh, yeah. yeah I he, remember that. He catches a helicopter between the Twin Towers. Yeah, yeah. And they had to change it to an airplane. Yeah, they had to change it to an airplane that he caught and then threw into the towers. <laughs> Oh, are you having some technical? Yeah, just some mic issues. I couldn't uh-huh. say myself, hear myself say nine eleven fully. I mean, th- I, that's a problem. That was upsetting me. <laughs> I get it. I you bet. think I'm going to do a shitty nine eleven joke in mono? No way. Stereo, baby. All day. Mm-hmm. All day. Well, Ben, mm. your mustache is coming through. I'm, I'm not going to bring the mustache back. I'm done with the mustache. You Why have not? it right now. <laughs> do I? Is it that pronounced? Kind of a little bit, yeah. Well, I'm assuming you Shit. didn't shave it. All off. right, I guess I'll keep the mustache. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't Life shave every decision. day. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Do you like the mustache? Do you not like the mustache? I mean... It's fine. You know, whatever you want. Whatever that's you what want people say. It's like fine. It's fine. It I doesn't mean, look terrible. I tried to grow a mustache out a week ago. I had to shave it because I hated what I saw. I had a mustache for 12 hours, and I, I took it off immediately. I had it when I was in uh, uh, Boise. Mm-hmm. We were doing that, that show, and so I shaved my face so I could put on, you know, makeup and shit mm-hmm. to look like a beautiful woman, right. which is all you have to do. Uh, and uh, then uh, I just left a mustache and people are like, hey, yeah, you always had that mustache. Right. Like, no, I'm like, hmm, are you going to keep it like that? Or uh, it's like, uh, I guess not. I yeah. guess I won't. That happened to me at work. At work, the only thing we're allowed to have is a mustache. So I was growing it out for like a week and they're like, ah, Jace with the mustache because they have to be positive at work. Yeah, they're like oh, Jace yeah. with the mustache coming in, and then I'm like, "Yeah, man, I'm growing out." And they're like, "Yeah, so how long are you growing that for?" <laughs> and I'm yeah. like, "I don't know. We'll see." And they're like, "All right, man, cool. Well, I'll see you next week, dude." I had Rita at the uh, at the Improv, the Booker at the Improv, uh-huh. tell me, uh, "She's like, I like this. I like this because I shaved, right? And I just feel fat as fuck. I just feel like <laughs> I just I basically feel like I'm wearing like a skin scarf to make, give me more chins, <laughs> and uh, and then she's like." Uh, why don't we take a look and see what, what we're working with it without the jacket? <laughs> Can you go on stage without the jacket? I'm like, ah, it's going to be difficult. It's going to be hard, mm-hmm. but I'll do it. I'll do it for you. She's like, let's just let's see. Yeah, that's your coat of many colors. It really is. Mm-hmm. I, uh, it's, uh, it's my coat of arms, if you will. Um, and I will. Ben, everything you, okay over doing? there? What's going on? Yeah, I'm just uncomfortable in my high chair. Yeah, the high chair is not great. High chair is uncomfortable. Should I pull that couch over here? During the middle of the podcast, <laughs> um, does that sound like a couch dragging across the floor? Yeah, that was great. That you was should perfect. Do, you should do. I'm Michael work. Winslow. <laughs> uh, All right. Do you want so my you, chair and I'll just stand up? Michael Winslow's like, you know, these kids be be shooting up the schools and shit. They're like, he like he just simulates right. like a full school yeah. shooting. I saw a kid shoot up a school the other day. He was like, clomp, 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 clomp. 
Do you like the crowds like going crazy? Like they're I doing love the worm that and Michael shit. Winslow. Yeah, guy doing a backflip off a chair. Is he still around? Is he? I haven't. I haven't yeah, seen he really, he is still around. And still doing. I'll tell you, every clip of Michael Winslow I've seen is so much better than any stand up I've watched in the last yeah. year. Dude, that's the thing. Like, uh, you know, stand ups usually there. There's a lot of shit talking on non traditional stand up. Mm-hmm. Like somebody brings a guitar. Like, oh please, <laughs> fucking piece of shit. He's got a guitar, a piano, uh. and then. Uh, but if it's done well, it's always very. It's always refreshing. better. I had hot tub one time. Saw a guy go up who was like a magician. I'm like, fuck this guy. And then he made a hamburger spin on a umbrella. Like he spun the umbrella, and the hamburger rolled down Hell the yeah. umbrella. Yeah, like the top of it. And then he's like, I'm gonna make one bun come off. And then he spun it hard, and a bun shot off into the crowd. He's like, the other bun spins off, and the other bun shot off into the crowd. And then it's just the patty. And he's like, you sir, take it. And he like threw the patty at a guy, and he caught it in his mouth. Wow. And then I was like, this is. And then the next guy came on. He's just like, um, so my dick kind of looks like ravioli. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, a hundred times better than. Okay, that guy up. rules though. Whoever that guy. Yeah, was. that was Johnny <laughs> Ravioli. <laughs> yeah. Hey, how's it going? I'm the I'm the comic with ravioli dick. Everybody. Hey, it's me, Dick Ravioli. <laughs> my mom calls me Rich. I stuff my dick with ricotta cheese. <laughs> And then I take a broad. I'm like, dip it in the marinara. Yeah. I was with a girl the other day. She called me Chef Boy a pee. All right, folks. <laughs> Come on. It's me. Johnny Ravioli. Oh, damn. I was trying to get the... I was trying to get Italian music up the time. It went loud. <laughs> I like how you had to Google non-copyrighted Italian music. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it's me, Johnny Ravioli Dick. How's it going? You come I, to me on bro- this, the day of my daughter's wedding? Broads love pasta. <laughs> Put my dick in your mouth. Come on. <laughs> the weird thing about it is that the wetter it gets, the hotter it gets. It's like the opposite of pasta. If my dick was real pasta, I'd leave it in the water for like <laughs> hours and hours. Just let's get that yeah. noodle nice. You gotta let your dick boil until you can throw it against the wall and it sticks. <laughs> Would you say your fucking name was Johnny Ravioli or Tommy Ravioli? I forget. Richard Ravioli. No, Richard. <laughs> let me tell you something, Richard Ravioli. You come around here with your big swinging cock. You walk in here, you're not even gonna fucking. Lay it on the table for me to look at. Oh, pretty. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, Johnny Ravioli. Where are we going? What? I like the uh, fucking uh, spaghetti and meatballs. And pretend the noodles are long but thin penises. And the meatballs are, you know hey, what? it's me, Spaghetti Dick Steve. What's going on? Oh, my God. I love Spaghetti Dick Steve. My dick's so small and long, it's like a piece of spaghetti. Oh, you hey. know, no Don could resist. Hey, that's dick. The, how's it going? It's me, Penny Penis Paul, everybody. <laughs> oh, no Jew could resist that dick. It's shaped like a penny. <laughs> Yeah, it's hollow in the center, and the end is kind of slanted, oh, like a slice. Abraham Lincoln's on the tip of his cock. Yeah, I and I got butterfly balls. Hey, it's <laughs> me, the silver dollar stabber. <laughs> oh, the silver dollar stabber. He's uh, he's not really a threat. My dick is like a silver dollar. That a much. roll of silver dollars. <laughs> Nobody even knows how big a silver dollar is, so you don't know if he has a big cock or a small cock. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, it could be one silver dollar. <laughs> yeah. Don. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, I, I turn her down real quick. Oh yeah, everybody just turned off. <laughs> I, I just I thought I heard everybody yeah. unsubscribe. We just got a notification a on our phone that says well, this is no longer a podcast. Yeah, anymore. yeah, yeah. It's good. It's good. 
Oh, damn. But, you know, we make fun, but that's how Italian people actually are. <laughs> oh, 100%. You know, that's any stereotype that you make is 100% true. That's right. About everyone. Mm-hmm. That's 100% right. Always. Italian people in New York are kind of like that, though, because they love being Italian so much. They really live into the stereotype. Did I tell you, I was in Brooklyn for Jeter's last game. I was in Brooklyn for Jeter's <laughs> last game? I was fucking wasted, dude. You coming to meet him? Whoa, I fucking Jeter was about to go up, Isaac. Oh, I'm Boston. the guy who lived in New York for one month, and yeah, I yeah. talk like that. I was like, so yeah, I am. I'm in the middle of Bushwick getting a nice bagel slice. <laughs> You've got six bagels right. and four slices of pizza my in your favorite, hands. My favorite type of food is a pizza bagel. It combines the vast traditions in New York into one tiny microwavable treat. <laughs> oh, this is just New York street ambiance. Hey, Johnny, give me a fucking hot dog, will you, you cocksucker? Hey, I'm trying to watch Jeter's last game over here, you fucking piece of shit. You fucking <laughs> you love Jeter, you piece of shit. Hey, I'm trying to beat my wife over here. <laughs> Would you shut the fuck up? Shut the fuck up so I can tell my wife to shut the fuck hey, up. Hey, I'm a giant eight-foot rat smoking a cigar. Hey, over here. Oh, I'm fucking 400 fucking pounds, and I'm eating a fucking cannoli. Would you cocksucker shut the fuck up? If you don't live in New York City, you a fucking loser, hey, man. It's the Big Apple. Dip it in karma and take a bath. <laughs> so anyway, I was in Brooklyn for Jeter's uh, last game. I was in Brooklyn for Jeter's last game, man. I won't miss that game for for nothing, man. <laughs> You can never tell a story here because by the end it's not going to live up to eight minutes worth of bit. Anyway, he would cheat him, man. I swear you can see his wings coming out of the back of him because I goddamn angel. You know, Jeter's last game is he got a walk off hit to win the game at the last at bat. I'll tell you something about Jeter. <laughs> you know what? I refuse to finish the story. Peanuts, now. get your peanuts. <laughs> Okay, they're so, shaped like Derek Jeter's dick. You can suck them off one by one. So you were in uh, Jay Savory's hometown of Brooklyn. Of Brooklyn. Brooklyn. <laughs> no, I, I, I refuse to finish the story now. What? I'm trying to make the pod. I've been saying I'm one sorry. sentence for I four know. minutes. You put on you put on a FUBU jumpsuit just to tell the story about living <laughs> That's in Brooklyn. That's exactly right. <laughs> I have a, a boombox. I have a big bo- a boombox on my shoulder right now. <laughs> You're just like <laughs> right. right. I have one mic that says one, love and one mic that says hate. <laughs> and I'm getting choked out outside a pizza shop right now. And I can't tell a fucking story over here. Hey, keep it down. My boy trying to tell a story about Jeter right now, dog. So there I was. I was in the middle of New York City. It was uh, November 17th, 2016. Love a November in New York. No, he got a walk-off hit, and you legitimately saw, like, 38-year-old Italian men, like, walking around, like, he just knew it was his time, man. He just knew what to man, do. Man, it was, it's like, that was awesome. And like, also, fuck 9-11, bro. <laughs> 9-11 fucking sucked ass, dude. Dude, as good as Gina's last at bat was, 9-11 was that bad. <laughs> yeah, in the opposite direction. Dude, it's like, it was such a good hit. It's like 9-11 never fucking happened, bro. Dude, I swear to God, <laughs> when Gina hit that walk-off no home runner right there, my three-month-old gain a huge puff of chest hair <laughs> and a gold necklace showed up out of fucking nowhere it was, bro it was like finding a cannoli in the middle of the street it was a magical night out of nowhere my newborn baby son just out of nowhere an adidas tracksuit just popped <laughs> on his body 
No shit, fucking New York, man. That is actually no true. And if a two Italian people have a kid, it comes out in an Adidas tracksuit. <laughs> yeah. All sweaty and like covered in like uh, liquid and shit. Uh, marinara sauce. Mr. Uh-huh. Mr. <laughs> and, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Ravioli, I uh, so proud to present to you. Uh, you have a to-go Italian food. <laughs> Oh, I'm fucking 557 fucking pounds. Right. Oh, they present they present the baby in a little to-go container. It's a little like styrofoam box. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like tin foil around hey, the baby. Hey, Doc, can I be honest? Can I ask you a serious question, Doc? Well, well, of course. Is my bitch's pussy going to be fucked forever now? <laughs> Hey, Doc, hey, hey, no, shoot me straight, Doc. I mean, we're both Brooklyn boys, right? Bitch, <laughs> you look like a fucking catches mitt down there or some shit. I'm actually from Delaware. <laughs> hey, Doc, come on. For Delaware boys, you know, in my wife's crotch, it's going to be a fucking war zone for the rest of our lives. Yeah, my pussy going to be all fucked up, Doc. Listen, here's the thing. I can't understand anything you're saying, but no, you'll be fine. Okay, so I'll still have a nice tight puss puss. Is it all right if I scream into my wife's pussy and it gets all kinds of spit in there? Is that all right, Doc? Hey, doctor, why don't you do me a favor? Sew the whole thing up. It'll make no difference with our sex life. <laughs> Oi, I tell you. I tell you. Hey, Doc. <laughs> my husband's really fucking fat. Can he fucking kill me while we're fucking? <laughs> Will he kill me if he lays on top of me? I tell him he's going to kill me one of these fucking days. There are some cases of people dying during sex because of obesity. So yes. I just need to put him in the rascal scooter and just ride him? That's why I told her. Oh, she should be on top every time. I keep telling her that shit. I'm like, Teresa, get on top of this dick. And she's always like, all right, why, you, why I got to do all the work? Yeah, I'm why like, I got to do all the work? I'm like, bitch, get up and down and like slide on the pole like you're a fireman on 9-11. And it's, uh. the red lights are going nuts. You got to get to the fire. Get on this dick, Teresa. Shit. I'm just imagining this being in an expose That's what he about always the says. podcast. Seth oh. Simons is retweeting this right now. Oh, I hope so. No, we should just do uh, something that could be more appealing to Seth Simons. Mm-hmm. Anybody got any ideas? Oh, yeah. Um, I think comedy is good. Comedy is good. Um, oh, All right, let's go home. That's uh, it. What? What? Uh, which one was Seth Simon? I can't He was remember. the guy who retweeted Shane McGillis's but he, was, video. Was he the one racist. that was doing the Tweety Bird shit? Yeah, and then somebody found a video, of his only video of him doing comedy. He's like the comedy hall monitor. And then the only video of him doing comedy on the face of the earth is him just going, here's my spoken bird poetry. Caca! Yeah, it's tweet, tweet, caca, eagle, eagle. Dude, honestly, that's good. Yeah. That's good because um, I can watch that with my kids. (laughs) You know, I always... Even you turn that on with your kids, your kids would be like, what is this fucking retarded shit right here? Yeah, you know, comedy isn't in the gray areas of our understanding nuance or anything Mm -hmm. or having any level of intelligence whatsoever. It's always about just your gut reaction yeah you know it's like um mm-hmm. that was everybody in austin and we won't talk about comedy the whole time i promise but everybody i knew in austin there was three different comedians kevin who had a bird pun bit that they fought over mm. that was basically like hey i'm yeah, not they trying like to fist fought in a parking they lot like fist fought in a parking lot over the bit which is like hey i'm not trying to be blue jay but you're just robbing me of a good time and that, that's a good goddamn joke now that's my bird joke okay <laughs> i think i've seen the same version of the bit where they're like Oh, you gonna be kidding me? Are you serious? Oh Jesus! Like yeah. they're they're just doing different countries in Africa. Yeah, that's brutal. Yeah, yeah. I I actually yeah. I I want to leave this podcast just by you <laughs> making that example. But it I've was, seen three people are, do that joke. Yeah, there are some people who do a bit like that at open mic, and then I have this fantasy to, like to get me through the open mic. I'll yeah. have this fantasy where I just stand up with a giant. Like blow dark gun. I'm like sorry, I just have to wh- say whatever gets you through the mic. You know that one. No, I don't. All right, keep going. It was worth it. 
whatever, worth interrupting. Whatever gets you through the night. Yeah, yeah. Whatever yeah. gets you through the day. Nope, that's not it. Nope. It'll it's uh <laughs> it'll be all right. Sorry. Whatever. I, I mean, you <laughs> completely stepped on the punchline, I was going to say. Oh, we'll start it over. Um, no, I was saying anytime somebody does a bit like that at the open mic, like to get me through the mic, I will just picture myself standing up with a big blow dart gun like they kill <laughs> whales with and just shooting them in the chest. Oh, you mean a harpoon? A harpoon, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Blow like dart like, for whales. Yeah, so they're like, uh, yeah, you know, like they say, like, what's a Laffy Taffy joke? Can you think of any one of them? Um, They'll just be like, that's why the chicken crossed the road and then just <laughs> just like stabs him in the fucking chest. You just have a, a huge, like one of those big things on the last uh, sh- Game of Thrones. There's a big uh, mm. uh, crossbow that's the size of like a, a hotel room. <laughs> you just, like, like you see me in the darkness <laughs> cranking it back. <laughs> you just hear it tightening. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Like five feet away from the yeah. guy, just in the darkness. Some somebody's like uh, to get to the other side, <laughs> <laughs> right? Just pales uh, uh, into the wall. Uh, uh, <laughs> that was a good. That was the sound effect I was trying to do. I couldn't yeah. pull it off. I mean, for most comedians these days, you'd have to use a gun that can only take down a whale, too. <laughs> let me tell you, folks. Oh, I'll tell you what. Yeah, these are protected class comedians. All right, be mm, careful. Mm, 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 protected be ass careful. comedians. Hell yeah, <laughs> shit. Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. <laughs> that was the longest yeah, boy ever done on Excuse a podcast. <laughs> and for good reason. Ben, yeah, you have boy. sweatpants with a button-up shirt that's not buttoned up, tucked into the sweatpants. You want to go, bro? <laughs> you want to fight me right here on the podcast? I mean, ver- I, got, I got my boxing gloves if you want to fight me, and I got my lipstick if you want to kiss me. And which one's it going to be? <laughs> which one's going to be? <laughs> what is that Come from? Come on, again? Jack. I don't know. It's from something. I think we, we saw a homeless guy yell that one time. It's, su- it's something that's such a fast and good quip. Only an incredibly racist old man could have said right. it. Or homeless point. people. Homeless people always have like five lines that they say all the time. Well, it's because they did stand up for 40 years. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, me and Bruce were in a thrift store together, mm-hmm. and this guy gets on the radio at the thrift store. He goes, okay, y'all, we got a new cart coming out. We got everything from the ladies to the babies. <laughs> Was it every, Everything in between. And everybody went ape shit in the in the just like store. tearing them apart. No, they just thought it was hilarious. It was so fucking funny. This is fucking awesome. Like, we got everything from the ladies to the babies and everything. Hey, in what's going on, y'all? Welcome to the good Welcome to the goodwill on Vermont and Verdugo. How are you doing tonight, ladies and gentlemen? Hey, hey thanks everybody for coming out tonight to the uh, goodwill. On. <laughs> this is fucking awesome. <laughs> That's the thrift shop by Macklemore. Oh, oh right, right. Come on, yeah, guys. Yeah, 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 I'm sorry. Yeah. You went A to E. and then I You really did. Because yeah. I did an impression, and you're like, who is that? Macklemore? And I'm like, it didn't yeah, sound Yeah, because Macklemore's like in the thrift shop in that big hit song that we all love and know. <laughs> yeah. Called the thrift shop. I did love two of his songs when it first came out. I like that song. Shop, Which it, one? The thrift shop when it first came yeah. out. Mm-hmm. And then um, the same love when it first came out was actually very positive and good and kind of brave at the time. About him being gay? About him being gay, yeah. Is he no, gay? I was in the third grade. I thought I was black. um no because it was like it was 2012 that was like not an acceptable time especially in hip-hop to say you're pro-gay anything Um, yeah it was fine but people were just upset that it was macklemore who ended up yeah well that's the thing it's just like anybody there 
it becomes cool to dislike somebody at, at a certain point. You that's, know what I mean? Yeah, that's like me. Yeah, yeah, like Ben. Like everybody, it's Everything's cool. Everything's so fucking cool that I, because they think I'm annoying and they hate my guts and I'm bad at doing podcasts and I'm a bad stand-up. It, oh, it's so fucking cool to just shit on me and hey, tell me that I fucking suck. Hey, it's ben, just the haters. Ben, are you, yeah. are you okay, Ben? Yeah, I'm fine because the more hate I receive... I take that hate and I turn it into positivity because oh, haters are my fucking motivation. I have a hat that says I love haters on it. <laughs> it's, a, it's the dumbest hat. Do you really have that hat? Yeah, it was a dollar at the dollar store. And <laughs> you was, paid too much. And I, haters are my motivation. <laughs> no, it says I love the I love haters. It says I heart haters. It's like oh, I heart New York, but it says great. I heart. I gave it. I gave it to Bruce <laughs> I, Gray. I love haters. I, have you ever seen like a homeless person wearing a hat like that, where it was just like the only hat they could get their hands on? So it's yeah. like. It's like a 300 pound homeless man wearing a hat that says daddy's little princess. On it. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up. Yeah, I, I have definitely seen that. Yeah. I, and party's like, is he so crazy he doesn't know? Or does he think this is funny? Like, was there yeah. eight hats he could have picked out? <laughs> He's like, I, I know what's going to get me it's, a dollar. Yeah, world's best grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> I ate a five pound steak and all I got this lousy t shirt. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, man. If you can read this, the have, bitch fell off. Have you ever seen a homeless guy wearing the exact same shirt as you? Yes, I have. It's I have ass. seen that. Yeah. It's like I've seen a lot of homeless guys that looked like me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's not good. Yeah. I've, I've had, I have a lot of fun interactions with homeless people because of my size. I told you I was in New York one time. I was walking like, in to do a job interview, and a guy, I had the beard at the time, like shaved head. The guy goes, big show. Big show, man. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, man, how's it going? He's like, you're the big show. I'm like, no, nah, I'm not the big show. He's, I'm like, he's like seven foot two. And he's like, come on, man. You the big show. I just picture you think your Escalade from, uh, <laughs> from and one, and mix- one mixtape. <laughs> <laughs> I just hear the Saturday Night Fever uh, soundtrack yep. going off in the back- background. Bow, 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 Damn, bow, that's bow, a big bow, boy. Bow, Look at that bow, boy. Bow, hey, big bow, show. Bow, bow, hey, man, I bet you can read all, reach all the shit on the top <laughs> shelf, boy. Well, thank you, sir. Goddamn. How big your dick is, though? How big your dick is, though? I'm like spinning around. Yeah, come on. Do a little spin for me now. Oh, it's the mountain. He's a mountain man, man. He's a goddamn mountain. I go to spin for him, and then I break both of my ankles. Like you know that when you put when you put one foot over the other to spin, but I go the wrong way, and both my ankles snap. Yeah. Oh shit, he fucked up. Oh damn, you still tall though. Even without them feet, you tall as shit. Goddamn. I when I lived in New York, I did that hack stuff. I put on Saturday Night Fever. Um, one time I walked down the street. Did you really? I really did. And when my plane was landing. a paint can? Yeah, carrying a paint can. <laughs> that I'm going to throw out after I'm done with the bit. Yeah. Uh-huh. Wearing a white suit. Come on, this has got to be. Is this really staying alive by the Bee Gees? Yeah, but it's. No, it's ever. Oh, this is actually a neat trick. I saw a science video on this. You can hear words in that, but it's just piano noise. Your brain actually puts the words into that. Oh, interesting. It sounds like, great. It's like a brain trick as if you have what it's doing is that piano is playing like every part of the vocal harmony. And because you know the song, your brain is filling in the gaps and actually making yeah. it sound like there's kind of like lyrics coming out. And that, well, ladies and gentlemen, is why this shitty music is good. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, he bows. Yeah. I'm doing the elephant man presentation. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, please look. I'm pointing at Ben. Look at him as he gets on his computer and watches <laughs> InfoWars. <laughs> 
This is actually good. <laughs> so it's so it's an entire like piano rendition of an Infowars four hour segment. Oh Jesus! And I think I'm hearing Alex <laughs> Jones's voice. Like, could they really do that? Um, no, because you'd have to like know what. The, that's the thing. It's like you know what all the words. I are. would. <laughs> well, we, we were before we were talking before this started. We were talking about uh, some sort of incentive to get more people to uh, uh, write reviews on the podcast. And one of them was that we would all do acid on the podcast. Yeah, at one, some point, one episode we all do acid. Yeah. yeah. We, what what number should we get to? By the way, I think uh, once we hit eight thousand reviews, no, that's I think four hundred twenty. That's actually a great number, four hundred twenty reviews, mm-hmm. and we'll all do an episode. Yeah. How, how long did you say it was supposed to be? Four hours. Four hours on acid. Why? <laughs> what? I'm like. Wait, wait, this is a bad idea now. <laughs> Four hours? No, we just do like two hours, but on acid. And then we'd just be on acid, and then the podcast would end. Okay. I do like mm. the idea. And that- then we'd accidentally delete the whole episode because we're mm-hmm. on acid. Yeah. Ben's just looking at the dryer going, man, Alex Jones is really on one today. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, damn, InfoWars is getting good. You just have one shoe in there. Good gun. <laughs> One shoe that look, that has Alex Jones' face painted on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, yep. damn. Go get it for this one. Damn, I should get some Velcro InfoWars shoes. That would be awesome. <laughs> it would be something. Bucket hat, Velcro InfoWars shoes. They, Help can, me out. Help. Can I ask you, do they fisherman's light up? Vest? Do they light they up? They light up. They case. light up. Okay. And maybe a fisherman's <laughs> vest, like the one that like like Uncle Buck would wear in that movie with Dan Aykroyd. Okay, I like that. Um, and then, I swear to God, you have 12 references <laughs> that you use over and over and over again. What there, are they? There are 9-11, okay. AIDS, Fair. Bug Chasers, okay, that's fine. Uncle Buck, because you just said it, yeah, Rascal Scooters, uh, Retarded, okay. a version of saying the N-word. Mm-hmm. Uh, Go on. Uh, I'm listening. I'm gay. Okay. Uh, what what else we got? Rascal Scooter. Rascal yeah. Scooter's got to be in there. That's eight. You're at eight. Can we think of any any other ones? Hmm. Looks like I don't even have twelve boys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're also wearing Ben the mask and bucket oh, that bucket head wears. Oh fuck! <laughs> um, you should become. That's your next. I think autistic move is become a guy who's really into the mask. Smoking. <laughs> Somebody stop me. <laughs> from saying the n-word i just <laughs> I, I spent you know i do the drawings <laughs> sorry i miss it somebody just, stop me it's just it's just you in a glass case right. running around screaming about to say the n-word right. and a bunch of protesters out in the front like, right but we're he, trying to stop you but he is the he is the mask though like he spins in a big cartoon like tornado and then he's like has a plantation suit on with a big mustache. <laughs> yeah. Infowars comes on and your eyes pop out of your head and your tongue falls <laughs> on the ground. That's a good bet. Man. <sighs> Infowars really is just the news now. We've all agreed upon that, right? No, not at no, all. Mind no. control. DARPA. I was going to say before we get into Infowars, I was I, I spent. <laughs> you look at me so disappointed. <laughs> you look at me like a dog well, that just on, saw man. meat go in the trash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like man, that was good meat, man. <laughs> God damn it, meat, meat covered in shit. But yeah. you're a dog. So well, still let's elaborate it. on that a little bit, Ben. Uh, what do you mean by that? Well. It might derail the podcast. Can I tell a story first? Before <laughs> yeah, please, that? please. Is I was talking to a lady on a dating app today. And then, you know, I, I was I, I was drawing the mask like all day today for a comic I'm doing. 
That's it's, normal. It spent me like five <laughs> hours. How dare you critique my art, motherfucker? I was let drawing. Me ask you, no, let me ask you something. Was Van Gogh normal when he cut his fucking ear off? No, he was transcendent. Actually, a lot of people don't know this, but everybody was doing that at that time. <laughs> it was day. kind of a hack move. Yeah. Van Gogh was an NPC. <laughs> yeah, what what people don't know about Van Gogh is he Non-player actually. player character for he, the people who don't you. speak Ben. That's good. Uh, ben, nobody's going to know what NPC is. Oh, people, I barely know what that oh, is. Oh, people no. know NPC. People know NPC. Yeah, they know that. <laughs> oh, they know. They I know. Don't, I don't know what you heard about me. There's an NPC but who's I'm a honkler. I'm a NPC. <laughs> <laughs> the honkler NPC. Hey, man, you want to take a hit of this NPC? <laughs> it makes you really normal, man. <laughs> Come on, you got a little bit of autism. Just hit this NPC right shit. here. Hit that shit. <laughs> yeah, take a big rip. <laughs> Hello, Kevin. Are you feeling normal now? Yeah, I just automatically hate you. <laughs> <laughs> it's working. Yeah. You're doing it, Peter. You're doing it. You're hating us. Do you turn yeah. the podcast off and just leave? Well, I was going to say, I, I was like, she's like, what have you been doing? I'm like, I've been working on this drawing. And then I sent her the drawing I worked five hours on and finished of just the mass saying somebody stopped me. And then she didn't message me back after that. Yeah, see, that really boggles the mind. Damn. It really boggles my mind. Right. But it would be funny if I sent that and then she just sent me a picture of her pussy like immediately. <laughs> mm-hmm. She's just like, I'm so wet right now. <laughs> that, that is the dream sequence inside of your head. She's like, oh, God. Uh, could you make it so he's killing himself in this one? Uh, yeah, that, uh, that would be great. Mm-hmm. You know what's fucked up great. about the mask, Jace? What, what's that? I'm guessing you just rewatched it. Did Go you? off, but no, I did not actually. I need to rewatch what, it. What's fucked up is they just put him in the Steve Harvey suit, and that's supposed to be like funny, and that's fucked up. No, it's a zoot suit. No, he's wearing a big yellow Steve Harvey suit. Oh, you're suit. right. It is a Steve Harvey suit. Yeah. Isn't that fucked up? What if he was doing Steve Harvey stand up the whole time? <laughs> When you put the mask on, you're like, see, that's the thing about kids these days. They don't understand what an ass whooping is. <laughs> Everybody at the Cuban dance club is like, what is he doing right now? He's like, nah, li- listen, here's the thing. We used to go to church. Now they're going to church. <laughs> they call me Steve Harvey. <laughs> oh, no. They I'm call the me- king of daytime TV. <laughs> they call me Cuban Steve. <laughs> And I make a funny ass look, funny ass look, right in the camera. Right, he's just walking up to Cameron Diaz, Cameron Diaz, and he's like, "All right, name five things that you put inside your ass <laughs> that are shaped like a dick." And then she's like, "I don't know, Steve, maybe a dick." And he's like, "Oh Lord, oh, get your head out of the gutter, head in the gutter. Y'all need to go to church, yeah. folks. Y'all need to go to church." It's like, what? What is the mask doing? Jesus Christ! Oh man, he is probably one of the most successful people in Hollywood. He really should be. He's a, he, he's he a great he's a great entertainer. How many it's shows called this? the Max? Woo! <laughs> 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 I start boxing the mic. Woo! 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 I literally don't understand why that's funny. The oh. Max. We'll explain it to you later. Yeah. No, how about instead now of, instead of like, ask it's axe the Max. Do you get it? Oh, cuz uh mask Ask, yeah, the max. Well, now you make it. Racist. Yeah, now now it's right. Now it's racist. I didn't understand why it was funny. Because it's well, it was, racist. It was like that old. Oh, set. well, see, because I'm not racist. It was like that old. <laughs> Zach. I understand that type of stuff. You remember that old Zach Alphanakis joke where he he goes, oh, yeah. "I'm going to make a deodorant for the uh, urban community and call it uh, Ask." Ask body spray, and then he goes, "If you don't get that, you're you're not racist." And I did not get it for five years. Oh, you just didn't and know then I started talking people. to Ben regularly, mm-hmm. and then I uh-huh. I got it. <laughs> that time and then me and Jay started being friends again. 
Mm-hmm. Racism brings the Avery boys together. Uh-huh. Yep. Like the arms across America. Can we talk about Steve Harvey a little bit more? Because I feel like that's a fun topic. Well, how many shows does he have on the air right now? I think he has eight shows. I think he has, shows, I think he has eight least, or nine, yeah. I think he has at least three. He has it's amazing. Um, um, Family Feud, the Steve Harvey program. Mm-hmm. Um, fucking that kids show, Extreme Kids or whatever, yep. where kids do like backflips and stuff. Yep. Well, he, there's two of them. He has two of those shows. Holy shit. Yep. 11 shows on the air right now. At Jeez, least are you fucking kidding me? Steve Harvey, Family Feud, The Steve Harvey Show, Little Big Shots, Steve. What is Steve? Oh, wait. This is all the shows he's had is 11. Good Christ. No, uh, no, these are all the shows he's currently doing. Well, Steve is still on. The Steve Harvey Show ended in 2002. Uh, okay, that's a good point. Because well, of nine eleven, to me, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, can America handle Cedric the Entertainer? <laughs> no, I know he has more. He has he has like seven or eight shows on the air. Yeah, Showtime right now. at the Apollo since like eighty seven. He's been hosting that. Jesus Christ! Yeah, God I mean, he's incredibly successful. Um, Steve Harvey show has at least nine hundred twenty episodes. He has a radio show, I think, too, that he does. Insane. He's insane. He's got to be a serial killer or something. You, you know, the fact I, that he does that much work. I, he doesn't have time. I he, wanted he to do the. the time. Uh, <laughs> he has people brought in for him to kill. Yeah, he's like, I got to kill somebody at three o'clock. Like so we got to get out of rich here. Rich people go on safari and there's just a bull like tied to a post. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. how Steve Harvey's a serial killer. <laughs> I wanted to do some of the standing room only things. Uh, you can do. You get paid like sixty dollars cash and you go and you just sit for like two or three hours and watch one of the Steve Harvey shows. Mm-hmm. It's usually one of his like twenty shows. I had a friend who used to do that for a comedian. Am I cutting you off? No, no. I mean, Steve. Steve would stay after and deliver a sermon for like an entire Jesus hour. Jesus Christ. Everyone and they, the people need to get their money, so they're stuck there. Well, no, they would end up getting just getting paid more. Oh, okay, well, but, that's not bad. But Steve would, I guess, he kind of considers himself a preacher. He really in does. Some regard. He still like openly condemns gay marriage. Really? Yeah, I think they like won't let interviewers ask him about that anymore. But there's like a lot of clips where he's like, "Yeah, I mean, you know, if you look at the good book, it's like, you know, you lay with a man, you yeah. going to hell." Now, Lil Nas yeah. X, why you got to be acting a fool now? <laughs> You're doing your cowboy boogie, yeah. and now you saying you kissing men on the lips? Lil Nas XXX oh, no. over here. <laughs> See, that's the thing is the kids don't understand real rap, which is Sugar Hill Gang, and real sex, sex which is pussy in a vagina. They you, put them pussies in butts. And then now they're putting the horses in the back. Pussies in butts. <laughs> yeah. I, I heard the other day a kid was putting a pussy in a butt. Billy Gay Cyrus. <laughs> More like it. Lil Nas X, my ass. <laughs> Running amok with his cowboy. Running amok. Bunch of nonsense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a real cowboy. Broke back mountain cowboy sounds like it. <laughs> Lil Nas X. This is Steve Harvey. <laughs> oh, did you know yeah, our yeah. dad? I swear to God, this sounds like an old joke, but our dad. Touched you guys? Yeah, our dad raised both of us. <laughs> it sounds like a bit. Sounds like a bit. It sounds actually, this is a bit that I do, but this is true. Sounds like a bit. We were both molested for 18 years. Mm-hmm. Um, no, our, our dad. So funny, you guys. <laughs> so funny. Our dad tried to watch Brokeback Mountain like four years ago because it was on TV, and he didn't know what it was about. So he was just like, yeah, I started up. It was. Just, I thought it was just about cowboys. And Love then I'm these like, cowboy movies, man. About 40 minutes in, I'm like, good Lord, what's going on in this movie? <laughs> They're just shucking and fucking, fucking and shucking like the wind is passing out of their bodies. Now, you know me, Jim Avery. I like to watch <laughs> a movie if it's got cowboy boots in it. I assume it's about men being men. <laughs> and then I see these two boys, I don't know, wrestling around in a tent, getting the canvas all hot. 
Now, steaming up the, the <laughs> out there in a Texas desert. That's back in our day. We had classic cowboy movies like The Searchers. You think that's about bug chasing today? <laughs> it was called The Search. What are they searching for? No, they're trying to save a little precious white girl from evil Indians. Mm-hmm. Now, that's cinema right there. <laughs> now, that is a movie I can get behind. That is a great movie. Have you yeah. seen it? The Searchers? I have not seen it. What about The Rescuers Down Under? Oh, I've seen that one. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I love the part in The Rescuers Down Under uh, when she tells all the straight white men to pull their socks up. You guys like that one? Does anyone know what Nanette is anymore? Yeah, I don't think any of our <laughs> listeners know what Nanette is. Oh, they know. She did win an, <laughs> they know. She they did know. Win an Emmy yesterday. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Yep. Did she, um, did she pull its socks up? Yeah, she did. She put a big sock over it to represent. No, she actually, when she got her Emmy, you know how it's a big statue holding a globe? Yeah. As as she carved a pussy directly into the statue. (laughs) She's like, it's a woman now, not a a man. It's a woman right there. I put some chinos and some do- I put some dockers on him and a button up shit <laughs> yeah, she, and I carved a pussy into it and I cut she, his hair real short. She, and she had a little pit bull uh, molded right next to the statue so everybody knew it was a... Nice. And she put it in a little metal Subaru Outlander. Did she scissor the Emmy? Yeah, and then she scissored the Emmy with her pussy. Nice. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> That's Jesus. what she did. She, uh, she won't accept she an Oscar because it's a man. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's, That's why right. she works in TV and not in film. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. Emmy is a woman. She was supposed to be in the new Tarantino movie. Is that true? Oh, really? Yeah, she was going to play a, a Dahmer, actually. <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer? Yeah, Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> really? Hi, for the time go? period, it makes no sense. Hey, how's it going? It's me, Jeffrey Dahmer. I'm 12 years old <laughs> in 1969. <laughs> well, I just got an inkling that I'm going to, you know, eat a bunch of men. <laughs> right. All right. What he Jeffrey Dahmer, say what you will about him. One of the original man eaters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, watch out, boy. She'll chew you up. Yeah, he was he was listening to uh, Lemonade while he was oh yeah cutting those guys' yeah. heads. Off. He would he would chop a he would drill a guy's hole into his head and he'd go yes. the idea that somebody has the ability to like they have a time machine, but they just go into the future to see what Beyonce's next release is. You guys. It is great. <laughs> They're like, you only had one trip in the time machine, and it was worth it. Worth it. You could have stopped 9 11. You could have killed Hitler. Yeah, but I wouldn't know these lyrics. <laughs> and, then, just like, and it's Beyonce singing about the Chinese war that happened three years ago. Yeah. yeah. Jace, you were telling like, me something interesting about Hitler the other day. I can't remember what it was. Oh, he was a really good guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. What a great setup that yeah. is. Yeah. Um, he, you were telling me something crazy about him, though. He had a micro penis. Yeah. Yeah. And like something about you showed me a video of him tweaking on meth, I think. I think you're thinking of a Joe Rogan podcast that you imagined me in. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that every, every night I dream that you are on the Joe Rogan experience. Right? <laughs> yeah, everybody was on meth back in the day. Really? Meth, everybody was on cocaine. Yeah, and meth and all that shit because it was in Coca Cola. Yeah, like I, it was like literally like. Is that true? No, yes. yeah, one hundred percent. Coca Cola was named after the Coca. Oh, I thought that no, was like an urban legend. Doctors, no, 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 doc, it, was, it was literally like you go to a doctor like. Doc, my foot's giving me a problem. And he'd be like, "No problem, have some cocaine." And then he give and pull you your socks up. <laughs> yeah, there, they- <laughs> there was an old. I saw a picture on like Reddit or something of like an old, um, like Doctor Steve Harvey's magic good time elixir, Steve and it was like Harvey. from 1909, and it was it showed the ingredients. It was like heroin, cocaine, um, opium, yeah, um, fucking. 
ecstasy. <laughs> yeah, it's literally Jesus. for real. Like, no, it really was. It, it had like heroin, uh, morphine, and uh, opium in it. It's like, yeah. well, yeah, well, of course you're gonna feel. That's why better. the music was so good back then. <laughs> well, everyone, <laughs> you got. I fucking love this song. You just shoot up heroin to like a near lethal dose, right. and then you just. Get, Somebody give me my horn, man. Give me my horn, man. I got I got all these ideas swimming around in my head, man. See, that was the thing about uh that was the thing about Ed Too Tall Jones is back in the day they they used to only be able to play two notes. Ed was the first cat to start playing three. He started going See, most cats would go, and he'd go. After this beautiful track was recorded, uh, he died immediately right. with his horn in his hand and a, and a needle in his veins. That's every, if you watch Ed Burns Jazz, which is like 10 hours long. Ken Burns? Ken Burns yeah. Jazz. Um, Mr. Burns Jazz. Mr. Burns Jazz. Excellent. I hate it. <laughs> but Ken Burns Jazz, they're like, that was old Jelly Roll Morton invented the new type of jazz called swing jazz, and then he was stabbed to death by a whore and a dog in an alley. <laughs> Dude, real talk. There are some crazy old-timey jazz musician shit stories. Uh-huh. Like, you know Jacko Pastor? Oh, of course. No, you don't know yet. My middle name is a, a Pastorius. <laughs> Jace Pastorius. <laughs> yeah, Jace Pastorius. Was Avery. he the runner that killed his wife? No, no, no. That was uh, 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 that was uh, Pat Oswald. OJ Simpson. <laughs> uh, no, uh, no, it was uh, uh, no. So uh, Jago Pastorius would go around and tell everybody he's the greatest uh, bass player in the world. Okay, and upright so- bass. Back in the day. No, no, no. This was in the 70s, oh, okay. so it wasn't that far mm-hmm. long ago. But uh, somebody literally uh, like uh, beat the shit out of him, <laughs> just like <laughs> fucked him up. Uh, Miles Davis was on a float, and somebody threw a, a fucking brick at his face. Jesus. Yeah. Is that why he was so ugly? Yes. Yeah, because he was kind of <laughs> like his head was dented in a little bit. Um, I don't know about that, but I do know that that happened. Like, there's some crazy shit. Like, mm-hmm. Buddy Rich, the drummer, was apparently the worst man who ever lived. I have heard that, yeah. And would, like, play the most badass drum solo, revolutionary. Best thing you ever heard. And then stop and start just cussing out the entire band. <laughs> You hear that fucking drum solo? That's original, and you fuckers can't even hit it on the one. Hit it on the goddamn one or get the fuck out of my studio. You know what? You, Tommy. Yeah? Get the fuck out of here. Okay, Mr. Rich, sorry. Yeah, Dr. John got down. Uh, there isn't he played the piano. He used to be a guitar player. He got shot in the hand, and he couldn't play the guitar anymore. Really? Yeah. Did you it's hear crazy him? that a doctor would be in that uh, type of position. <laughs> did you see? Did you, you hear about uh, Dr. Teeth from the Muppets? Uh, yeah, what about him? Got shot in the head. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Blew all of his teeth out. Yeah. So he had to put new teeth in, and that's why he's got such He big was actually, teeth. yeah, he, oh. he was actually, he was fucking Miss Piggy, and then Kermit uh, <laughs> curb stomped him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, man, get out of my pig, man. <laughs> hey, motherfucker, let me tell you something here. Jordan friend. Peterson? <laughs> Boy, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's the same voice. Yeah. Motherfucker, fuck with my pig. I, I, I come in here, hey, I'll fuck you up. It's me, fucking Jordan Peterson. Let me give you 12 fucking cock sucking rules for fucking life. I don't pull out my gat unless I intend to bust it. Okay, now get your ass off my pig, Mr. Teeth. <laughs> and then he, he runs out with his arms flailing. Right, like crazy. <laughs> yeah, the gun going off and his flailing arms. <laughs> yeah, that's good shit. Yeah, I've dated a couple women. <laughs> 
Wait, that's different from the Muppets. I realize. Yeah, yeah. it's all right. Was it's, there ever a crossover episode though? Yeah, sure there was, was like a, a there was a Muppet Babies um, one on Sesame Street and uh, yeah, <laughs> they got molested. Yeah, molested by Big Bird. That's right. And Bert and Ernie. And Bert and Ernie, Bert and Ernie like, adopted Bert. one of them and yeah. then molested. Yeah, and he's like, I don't know if we should do this, Bert. Seems well, like a bad idea. <laughs> Oscar the Grouch actually. The reason he has to live in those trash cans is because he's got a restraining order and he's a he's a registered sex offender. Mm, yeah, it's and that's only- actually Jeffrey Epstein's trash can <laughs> yeah. outside his townhouse. Uh, yeah, he's got a picture of a trans uh, Bill Clinton inside of the trash can. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's such a grou- grouch because he knows state secrets that could kill him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He, yeah, he's yeah. a grouch because he uh, he can never be fully satisfied sexually. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really into it. I'm not women, regular age women, right. not really into it. I feel like this is also the thing. This might be a reach, but I feel like every famous person from like the nineteen, like nineteen fifteen, was like they were also like his 15. genitals were mutilated in a combine, so he could never <laughs> fully penetrate a woman. Yeah, I was out there making. I just I was <laughs> sheaving the wheat. Had one of those big uh, scythes, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You, uh, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I was sheaving the wheat, got my, my balls in the sheave, though. <laughs> Done. I got the tip in it, and then I tried to get it out, and the scythe was stuck inside of my ball sack. I just ripped the shit all open. My little testicles came out as just small tubes unraveled and all the way was, down to my neck. That was just the guy from Wu Tang who cut his dick off. <laughs> yeah. Does that, was that real? No, that's really, that's not a guy who was in Wu Tang, but he was like featured on a lot of Wu Tang mm-hmm. songs. Do you remember his name, Ben? It, yeah, it was uh, fucking <laughs> Nathan No Dick Jones. It was Dr. No Dick. It was uh, yeah. Ben's taking eight years of improv classes. <laughs> it That's was, right. Uh, it's beautiful. Ah, shit. The Rizza, Fuck. the Jizza, the Ghost Dick Killer. <laughs> <laughs> Inspect a dick because it mm. got cut off. I'm trying to think here. No, don't do it, Ben. Don't try to. Do think. you know how many how many Wu Tang clan, clan members do you know? Old dirty bastards. <laughs> <laughs> old dirty bastards. What did I say? Uh, 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 old dirty the, bastards. Yeah, it's bastards. Okay. <laughs> he was a uh, he was the uh, uh, big mouth Billy Bass <laughs> that they would prop up in the recording studio. You know, kind of honestly, that was his role. <laughs> was it really? I mean, kind of was to be a big mouth Millie Bass on a lot of nice. songs. Yeah, that's good. Because he just come in like old dirty bastard. I like to suck my own dick. <laughs> Don't worry. Bobby McFarlane. Okay. All right. Well, that was his whole record was his food stamps. No, he front. famously on an MTV show. He went to go pick up food stamps. Yeah. Yeah. While he was. So I'm not, I'm not being racist. That he was took a lim- He took a limousine down to the EBT office and got food stamps. ODB. Yeah. ODB. That's, that's gangster, man. That's mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to suck this fucking government for everything you can. Get. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You got to. These fuckers, they'll take it from you. If you can't, I'm saying this on record. If you can get free money from the government, fuck them. <laughs> yep. Take it. Because these bad, they, they're not giving a shit about you when they're paying for a $70 million golden toilet seat for the White House. Mm-hmm. That's and, damn right. You know what I mean? And all that happened under Trump, not Obama. That's too. right. Obama never, <laughs> you know, everybody says that Obama had more drone strikes than Trump. And that's only because he was aware of so many bad people. <laughs> Not a lot of people mm-hmm. think about that. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, Obama was just droning like rednecks in Alabama. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just the poorest people on the face of the earth. Being from Hawaii, you think he would have been a more peaceful guy. <laughs> yeah. Imagine growing up next to Israel, Kawiwal, <laughs> and then growing up to like, you know, kill millions right. of innocent people. Uh, yeah. 
somewhere over the rainbow guy. <laughs> Spawns going on. <laughs> Someday I wish it by next Wake up where the clouds are far. I want to be the guy who loves Obama and uses that statistic as a pro. <laughs> like a positive thing. Like, yeah, man, Trump ain't shit, man. Obama killed way more people with drone strikes. Right. Well, I guess you could make an argument like, why are drone strikes worse? You know what I mean? Because drone strikes do, are better. They do save U.S. soldiers' lives. But yeah. I, I think it's the people don't like that they're kind of... I wish I had a better word for this. People kind of view it as pussy shit, killing people with a drone. I think people are uh, genuine, generally just ridiculous. They're just, they're genuine. Most people that are making, like, that have those type of arguments or frustrations or whatever, assume that America is the worst country in, on the face of the planet. Right. And so if we kill anybody that's not an American, it must be a bad yeah. thing. But I we really, are one of the worst ones. No, I think, oh, I feel like yeah. we're like, we're one of I feel worst. like we're top half, honestly. Well, people will be 100% like, oh, Russia's top- bad. It's like, we do some really, really, really bad shit. Like what? Yeah, but R- Russia has like t- 33% homelessness rates like crazy shit like that yeah i'm not saying like i'm not saying we're in terms great. of what we do to other countries i would say it, how many it's really bad how many countries and what we do there? to our own civilians is is bad well yeah compared to what to Syria. like a moral compass <laughs> like but i mean you have to be it has to be a relative look based on actual countries that exist well that's what i'm saying it's like there's countries like i think in like the northern europe are probably killing it you know like the sweden types norway type stuff everybody it Everybody, yeah. Killing Dude, it. they are legend. Wait for it. <laughs> Begorgador Gary. <laughs> I'm the Swedish chef, but I'm Barney Stenson. I want to kill myself because I said that. That's great. <laughs> I wish we had a gun under the table I could pull out and then blow my head Like in the, in the Hateful Eight? Yeah. You just have a gun under in there? In VR. I have a gun wrist thing that I slide out when I say a bit. I fucking hate it. <laughs> and you blow your brains And I blow out. my fucking brains out. That's what's great about VR is you can kill yourself as many times as you want in the VR and you come back to life. <laughs> what, it's the yeah. Matrix? Well, that's what people are going to do once they get VR. They're just going to kill themselves every day I've, after work. I've thought that like, people are really going to beat up their dad a lot in VR. I think that's going to be a thing. You're just going to kick your dad's fucking ass. And like your young, virile dad, you're going to kick his ass. Yeah, and, like, cut the his same head age off. as you. Yeah, exactly. You, you always get to beat his ass. He never beats mm-hmm. your ass. And then in VR, your dick is slightly bigger than his. Always. Mm-hmm. <laughs> always. And you're always completely naked. Yeah. You beat his ass. <laughs> Yeah, it's for I have I have honestly wondered like on some Freudian therapy type thing if you went in VR and kicked your dad's ass would that be therapeutic for you or if you could relive yes I'll do a serious version of that if you could relive some trauma that you experienced in the past hundred percent in VR and then like go to like the young version of you and be like it's okay I'm here for you yeah I love you very much would that be well, there there is a uh, uh, a therapy. This is not a bit. It sounds uh-huh. like I'm setting it up because I'm very good at stone face. Um, that's what they. I put it in my uh, acting resume. Mm-hmm. Stone face. That was expert. your old uh, Indian reservation yeah. name. Stone face. Stone face. <laughs> He's able to deliver comedy lines without cracking at all. Um, no. Uh, the the one of the therapies. It's it's called. You essentially they ask you to go into like a state of meditation mm-hmm. and then they have you talk about a feeling that's bothering you. Right. Maybe you're getting an argument with your spouse all the time and you're like, how does that make you feel when that happens? So this does it remind you of a time when you were a child when that same feeling came up? They go, yeah, yeah. When my dad would, you know, uh, throw the dog over the, you know, backyard fence. 
<laughs> and they and they go, okay, so I want you to think about that situation, and then think who's a person that would know the right thing to do in that situation. They say, oh, uh, you know, uh, Bill Cosby. He would. He would <laughs> I've always looked up to him. They're like, okay, right. so and this was in 2019. <clears throat> no, no, this, yeah, yeah, this is yeah, they well documented. <laughs> <laughs> they know everything about Bill Cosby, and they still use it as a reference. Right. Uh, and they go, so, okay, Bill Cosby comes up to you, and, and he, 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 he touches you on the shoulder and gives you the ability to do the right thing. Now go okay. do it. And <clears throat> it's a very effective therapy. Is that immersion therapy? No, it's called, um, it's something about eye movement. Like, uh, it's not REM, but it's like um, something eye movement. Because it's essentially, because what they do is they'll put these two vibrators in your hands. This is no bit. <laughs> And they will Wait, vi- like pussy vibrators? No, no, no. Well, they might as well be. I mean, they're about the they're size. They're vibration machines. They're little tiny vibrators. They're about the size of this vape. And okay. you put one on each hand, and then it vibrates intermittently on each hand. The other way to do it is to to do this and look, be looking back and forth. And for some reason, it connects to uh, your subconscious in some way. I don't know how. I don't know if it's because the <clears throat> the electrical impulses are going from the left to the right side of the brain or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, you essentially recreate your trauma. Right. And do the right thing in the trauma, and it's it's uh, very effective. Yeah, I think I should do something like that. I'm tired of just talking about stories from my childhood oh, dude, therapy. I, I want to get into some hypnotherapy. I want to uncover some molestation. <laughs> I I mean, hey, you just want a reason for everything. A hundred percent. You want I one know tragic what moment. The fuck. I want to find out <laughs> that my mom fucked around on my dad, and then there's this just retarded mailman out there that looks just like me. <laughs> And be like, that's what's going on. Nice. That's why it is. He's also he's bipolar. He loves clove cigarettes. And we take we take a time machine back to your childhood, and we just see a mailman wearing a members only jacket <laughs> in like 1982, just making weird faces. He's got dark circles. He's not happy with his body, but you won't know it. He's podcasting. <laughs> he's podcasting. Getting yeah. a one hitter on a thing of weed. Yeah, in 1981, mm-hmm. he's got his one hitter out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miss Tinkham. <laughs> then he like bit walks Whoa. away. Well, how you doing, Bonnie Jean? Very good to see you. I guess. Anyway, I want to kill myself because depression and bipolar disorder <laughs> runs in my family. But see ya. Before I do that, I'm going to make you giggle. I got something to put in your box. If you know what I mean, BJ. <laughs> and he goes, ah, oh, shit. Hold on. My foot hurts so bad. Oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah. God, I got the fucking gout. <laughs> oh. I hope you don't mind. When I take these uh, pants off, you're going to be blown away by the size of my gut. <laughs> is that is that Okay. Just exactly you. No, there is a genuine need. There's a genuine desire for me to figure out what the fuck happened. Like, what what's going on? Because I think the obvious answers are, like, church and being responsible for mom's happiness. Sure. You know, and that's it. Well, you don't really, but, you've never really gone to, like, therapy hardcore, have you? No. Yeah. I think that's just the issue. Well, I'm not a pussy. I mean that's I mean it's completely changed my life. Yeah, Maybe yeah. so much better. I have I have my degree in psychology. I'm very open to the. I ID think that's part part idea. of the problem is because you are like yeah I got it I got it already but you still have to like go through the motions you know like now, I, I can know everything about the game of basketball but if I never shot a free throw I'm not going to be good at it just because I watched a bunch of old '86 Larry Bird games. Yep. I'm a 400 ass, pound man that just studies like uh, uh, the hundred yard dash mm-hmm. for my whole life. I know all the the ways to run mm-hmm. appropriately. But no, you can't stand up. I can't stand up. No, I I, I tried to get to therapy uh, about a year ago, and it was a I had a hell of a time, and I just said fuck it. What was your What was t- your time? I called a guy, and he was not available. 
And I was like, this is some straight up bullshit. Right. And that's an obstacle you can't overcome. No, no, I did do the, uh, I did do the, uh, there's an online one where they text you. And that wasn't bad. That wasn't bad. But at the same time, it was just like, this is the thing that fucking pissed me off about that one. Because I did that one for probably like four or five months. Uh-huh. And we would just text back and forth. And I'd be like, uh, uh, yeah, my mom died. I've got fucking brain. I've got uh, head. Ca- I got uh, skin, uh, cancer. skin cancer on the top of my head. Uh, I'm I'm fat and uh, and uh, yeah I hate my job and and uh, she would send you a gif of a cat hanging on a tree branch yeah essentially <laughs> it would be like a lot of that type of shit she's like have you thought about jogging and I'm like well I got gout it's kind of hard to do the jogging she's like yeah you got to get some exercise or whatever I'm like can we talk about my mom that just died because I'm trying to I'm trying to cope with the death of my mother I don't know if that is that that's probably something I shouldn't worry about though, right? It's not a big deal. And to be like, yeah, you know, you really gotta start eating healthier. I mean, I that like, is kind of sadly. I think that is kind of true, though. Like, it's really the, not exercise and eating you, healthy is, does a lot of work. Sure, but if I let's take for example the the man in your bit who uh, only survived by. Uh, hiding under the dead bodies of his school co- uh, is 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 Oh yeah, there was a guy. Nobody listening knows this, but I I met a guy. I feel like I have to tell this whole story now. Is I met I, a guy I, not necessarily in I mean, Austin who was uh, he <laughs> survived a a warlord shot up his school yeah and burned it down and the only way he survived was he hid under the bodies of hundreds of children yeah um, who were dead while they burned and, and then, then he, he went, got burned and then yeah. he ran a hundred miles across the Sahara Desert and then he went to a therapist and he's like I cannot sleep at night <laughs> I am unable to sleep and maintain relationships and she goes. Uh, well, what's your diet like? <laughs> you, are you eating a lot of vegetables? Because that I can see that being an issue. I like Wendy's. Mm. It every, is a new restaurant. Every here. time I close my eyes, I see eight-year-old bodies, just eight-year-olds everywhere burning. Uh, you know, have you ever thought about uh, you know maybe uh, like going to church? <laughs> you could, you know, you probably gonna get more friends. That's probably what's going on. Yeah, I want to. I the, the idea of psychotherapy has always been exciting to me. Just going to sleep. And then waking up and being great. <laughs> that's, that's psychotherapy, I, right? I still agree with the health and fitness thing. Because she's basically just telling you to take your... Uh, she's like, hey, take the weighted vest off that you're wearing. Mm-hmm. Like She's just like, hey, I'm trying to hand you a different tool before you get to work. Yeah, take some ankle weights off. You, yeah. know? you, yeah. have, to, you have to do both. Can I, I, for a period, I did just the taking the ankle weights off. I ate tremendously. There was like a six-month period. I ate tremendously, worked out every day. I was still eating too much, but it was pretty healthy. Yeah. And I was feeling actually a lot greater, but there was a lot of uh, uh, internal stuff I wasn't dealing with, and then it kind of all collapsed one day, and I got really, really depressed. Yeah. So I think I think if you deal with the internal emotional stuff and actually take care of yourself, yeah. I mean, they kind of feed on each other. Like if I'm taking care of the emotional stuff, I'm going to naturally be better at taking care of myself, and vice versa. Well, I'm really glad to see you guys took her side on this one. <laughs> uh, I mean, really appreciate the support here, guys. You know, it's good. It's good to know. I mean, I'm sorry. She's a stupid bit. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Your bit was funny, though. That was a funny bit. Every time (laughs) I close my eyes, I can taste the dead boy's toe that was in my mouth. (laughs) I could not leave. For if I were to remove the toe from my mouth, (laughs) the warlord would have raped me on the spot. Have you ever thought about maybe getting like a soundtrack you can listen to in the morning? Like, I don't know. I love the Black Eyed Peas. I love it. I, I know like... I uh, will try uh, that. Thank you. 
I know Deepak Chopra is like full of shit. Oh boy, here but we I've go. He- but I've heard a lot of those guys where people say like, "What's the secret to becoming enlightened?" And always their first answer is, "Well, you got to you know put the right things in your body. You got to drink a lot of water, and you got to get eight hours of sleep. That's number one. If you're not doing that, you're right. not going to accomplish anything. You've got that you to want start to. eating hey. Deepak Chopra's <laughs> energy bars. <laughs> Chopra energy number one. <laughs> Brought to you by Oprah Winfrey." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Deep, Deepak Chopra is full of shit. I uh, have a new energy drink called Six Hour Energy. It's one hour more. And yes, I know this is a bit from when uh, Along Came Mary or you're, whatever. You're also doing is. an African voice for an Indian what is guy. The, what is that movie? Along Came? Not Along Came Polly. There's something about Mary. Something about Mary, yeah. yeah. Along Came My Dick. Along did you know that movie? Shizzed that? in your fucking face, did you, did you know that? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that movie originally was about Mary, the mother of Jesus. <laughs> I don't know if you knew that. Something about Mary? There's right. something about Mary, yeah. the mother of Jesus. Is yeah. that God came in her? Yeah, that's, that's what's... <laughs> well, that's the thing. Even God fell for her. Mm-hmm. And that's not, how hot she was. That's how hot she was. She's so God hot was that she like, got pregnant spiritually. I got to get me a piece of that ass. I get a piece of A. She and sounds like Chris angel, Farley. Yeah, and Angel was like, you used a condom, right? He's like, what? <laughs> what now? No, he goes, bitch. <laughs> you know I ain't going you know condom. God damn, I'm the creator of the heavens and the earth. You saying I'm trying to wrap it up when I'm put on a raincoat in the rain? And then Mary comes to like, I'm actually pregnant because we had sex. It's like, oh, um, actually, yeah, that's the um, that's the, the fully son, man part of Jesus. That's the that son of God that you have to raise on your own because of what that's what the Bible said. Matter so. of fact, Mary, we didn't even fuck. <laughs> He's just looking back and forth real fast. Right. Yeah, that didn't even happen. An angel behind Mary's giving him like the thumbs up. <laughs> <God>. Keep stretch. <laughs> hey, uh, raise that baby as your own. I'm, I got stuff to do. Right. And then Jesus turned 33. He started trying to reconnect with his dad. He's like, I got to do the right thing. <laughs> yeah. I got crucified that motherfucker. He's like, but white man can't jump. That's why I'm getting up on that cross. <laughs> so none of the white folks can get after me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> It's it, this is <laughs> yeah. truly the most uh, kn- pro black bit we've right. ever done because in this bit God is a black man right and, well God is a black woman that's but, right yes. yeah oh, God, I, is, uh, God is my angel can we actually can we edit that out <laughs> yeah. where I said man yeah, yeah. God you. is the um, uh, the oracle from the Matrix mm-hmm. um, he's the first they them yeah do you think they actually and I I'm being really sincere when I ask this do you think <laughs> on the back no I'm being really serious <laughs> gotta stop. <laughs> I'm right, being really ahead. serious. Do you think on the back of the cross they nailed a basketball hoop and shot around a little bit? Oh hell yeah, you know they did that shit. Come on, man. <laughs> Just like you like, hey, knock it off. I have to Esposito. It's shaking the goal. It's shaking the cross. <laughs> They're dunking on Jesus. God damn it. Yeah. I just keep having They're flashbacks. shattering the cross. Right? <laughs> I keep having flashbacks to all my church friends and I'm going, You should really listen to Pot. I think you'd really dig it. They go and they're going. Yeah, I get a little blasphemous. Here, I'll do. I'll think do a disclaimer for all of Kevin's church friends. Kevin will do whatever we say because he feels bad, so he doesn't want to do these. That's bits. right. I would have been a Nazi. <laughs> yep. It's been uh, very. Uh, oh, what are you guys doing? Oh, <laughs> loading a train, huh? Well, I mean, I, I just want to be it. helpful to my community. <laughs> you know, if we put some podcasting equipment in the back of this box car, it would really like spruce the place up. <laughs> We'll put some egg crate on the wall to keep the noise out. Mm-hmm. I don't think I could have. Let me. Hey. Yeah. I'm disclaimer. A, like, listen, I'm a great guy. All right. Right. I, I wouldn't have been able to stand by for that. Right. Because um, you hate working so much. I hate working. <laughs> man. I ain't trying to work for the nobody. Yeah. You'd be up on the guard tower like, man, 
Fucking three hours to quit. <laughs> he goes, hey, you're going. To, you dig the ditches for the Jews, and I'm like, man, you gonna have to shoot my ass. <laughs> you gonna have to shoot my ass. I ain't digging no ditch. I also uh, love you so bad at your job. They're the only Nazi you make do manual labor yeah. in a concentration camp. <laughs> make Kevin do it. He's being lazy. Kevin. Uh, ben, sorry, you had a point before I cut you off with my great bit about Jesus being dunked on. Oh, um, oh! I was just going to go back to the uh, uh, the America thing that Kevin was. I thought it could be a fun little argument. Okay, I think America, and I was I was saying this earlier before I made that terrible joke. I hated. I think like we're not as good as like Norway and all those places where you get like ten months off for like pregnancy stuff like that. Um, you know, everybody gets like ten thousand yeah. free dollars like every month. Yeah, we're not that the level. quality of life. Yeah, yeah, the quality of life is very high, but I think we're also not, you know, Syria or, you know, fucking like Pakistan or some shit. So I Africa. think we're Africa. I think we're like right in the China, like, China, folks, China, Japan, Japan, South Korea. The, I'm just saying the things we have done t- to our own citizens and to innocent people around the world is like unforgivable like if a country hates us it makes perfect sense and that's what i'm saying and i think every country has done that i think america's thing is that we've had the power to do all that stuff the most recent but if you go back to like when britain controlled the world the most fucked up shit of all time when you go back to like when spain controlled the world Mm -hmm. you know the spanish inquisition the most fucked up shit of all time like traditionally people who have had power have just always done fucked up shit so So i think we're definitely better than you know fucking an old sp- guy from Spain in the 1500s going like cut these hands yeah. off um, I mean we, yeah. we I mean we falsified you know information to trick people into thinking there were WMDs and therefore that started a, a decade long war that killed millions of people mm-hmm. that, that was completely millions senseless. I mean uh, I don't know uh, thousands, people were killed. Yeah, thousands. I really don't know yeah. 500 there's 12 people that died <laughs> from the falsified information. Well, like when you look at WikiLeaks information, like how many innocent civilians were actually killed is is a staggering amount of people that Very were casualties yeah. in, in the war. Yeah, they, like they estimated like, it was like 6,000 and WikiLeaks released that they actually knew it was around 60 or 70,000 people. Right. And that just, were like, killed. just like it's children running up. along a street. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're, you're playing soccer outside and your brother just gets blown up. And then we're like, I wonder why these countries fucking hate our guts. Right. Yeah. Or like, look at the way our country treats people that are like actual patriots like Chelsea Manning or Snowden or anybody like that the way they they spy on us you look back at MK Ultra yep. you look at COINTELPRO I mean these people yeah, have Julian conducted Ass- assassinations we have forgiven Nazis we've, con- Julian we've forgiven Japanese scientists that have, yeah. have tortured people done vivisections on live people I mean it's it's horrendous listen yeah. we all make mistakes okay um, no the crazy one to me is that Julian Assange and Snowden are still like Snowden not as much because I think he looks more liberal so people are like come on he's a good guy but Julian Assange people are like that guy sucks he's a piece of shit it's like he he gave like secret government information to the people like he was giving you power yeah yeah if you want to look into something fucked look into the panama papers that came out like a year ago i didn't even look into it because i didn't give a shit but it's like oh yeah it just revealed that like every rich person in the world has never paid taxes in their life they're all doing like illegal yeah offshore accounting that like the u.s government is helping them facilitate and then I think it was like maybe there was four memes about it, and then it just left Twitter like within a day. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I, I always look at it relatively speaking because Kevin, your retort. <clears throat> no Ke- retort. Kevin, I, you have the floor. There's there. I mean, there's no, defend there's genocide. Of, <laughs> I'd, like, I'd love to hear it. <laughs> there's plenty of shit that America has done that's not great. I mean, that's 
I think that's a given. The war machine. But I mean, there marches I, on. I, 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 I mean, I'm talking out of my fucking ass. Feel free to come at me, but I've, I doubt bad. there's very few. <laughs> there's very few countries that we could actually do this actual podcast in. Yeah, so that is that is that is why I prefer to live yeah, here. Of yeah. course, yeah, it's. I mean, the uh, there's a lot of crazy shit going. I, I don't want to live under a theocracy, right and I don't want to live in China. I don't yeah. want to live in these places, right? Where yeah. there's like a social score that's kept track every time yeah. I, I buy right. something. So on that's the internet what I, that's what I think course. is. I think we're probably like right. We're probably in the middle, maybe like lower middle. But I don't think we're like anywhere near the worst. But ones. but a lot of what we claim we have that raises our quality of life is actually fairly fake. Look, what do you I, mean? I I will always love America for one reason: the invention of the cowboy boot. <laughs> you know what I mean? Have you guys ever put on a new pair of Justins? Oh yeah, you know some what I mean? New, some new Tony Llamas. Oh, let me tell you, boy. Yeah. No, you rope a ca- here's Ben. Try to rope a calf. <laughs> And then start talking shit on the stars and stripes, yeah. motherfucker. Yeah, these stars and bars don't bleed, mm. motherfucker. Unless yeah. they get shot in Afghanistan, Look, motherfucker. You know what's American? The banjo. <laughs> <laughs> Horses. Jazz. Jazz. Jazz is American. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Basketball. Well, oh, that's Canadian. Uh, <laughs> is it really? Yeah, it was invented by a Canadian. I didn't know that. Yeah. Dr. Joe Namath? Yeah, Joe by Dr. Joe Namath, who mm-hmm. won the nineteen seventy-four Super Bowl <laughs> with the New York Jets. Uh that invented uh, basketball. The inventor of a basketball, Dr. Black Black Guy. <laughs> I'm sorry. Jesus God damn it, Kevin. What's the mark on that one? <laughs> no, yeah, no, we got a timestamp for that one. No, that's good. That's okay. good shit. Um it was Dr. James Naismith. I want to apologize to everybody for Kevin being so racist just then. It uh, wasn't a black guy? No, it was Dr. James Naismith. It was a guy from like I could be a black guy. 18- what are you saying? Because he's is a doctor, he can't be a black guy? <laughs> oh shit, Jace looks bad. Jace, now. what the fuck? <laughs> Jace, what is you, wrong with Jace, you? Jace, you have egg on your face, dude. Yeah, yeah you I really got do. A egg on my face. <laughs> Man, grab an English muffin, make a sandwich. That was a great turnaround, but you're still getting canceled for saying black, black guy. <laughs> oh, also the I mean the, the power structures that be allowing massive sex trafficking rings to be conducted throughout the US. Yeah, that are so working that, with child protective services that are kidnapping kids. I honestly think that I'm, moves us a little higher up the rank. <laughs> it actually really it does. If, think if, of the organizational skill you need to operate massive pedophile true. rings. Yeah, ours yeah. is organized and behind the curtain, right. and that's polite. Mm-hmm. Ben, Other countries, they're just grabbing kids on the street, that's just raping true. them, chopping their heads that's off. True. Real yeah. talk, you think that the uh, U.S. has more sex trafficking than any other country? I mean, ours can't be documented because it's so secretive. Right. Uh, but I don't think a lot of other countries can be documented as well, though. I mean, it's know? hard to keep like, track of If you go to like Somalia everything. or like Japan or any like you those can literally, places. You can marry a 13-year-old in most countries. Which ones? Ben pulls up his computer. Spirit Airlines, here I come. Computer, engage. One trip to Thailand. Yeah, like Thailand, stuff like that. I think most of the trafficked people, some of them come here, but they all come from other parts of the country. Well, here's what's interesting is when you talk to certain people, and this came to light, Jace, like during the Epstein stuff and definitely during like Russia Gate. Jeffrey Epstein? Yeah, <laughs> who who'd I say? Did I say Jeffrey? Yeah, Am yeah. I, is it first name basis? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's just interesting because people are like, well, you know, like you know, Russia's meddling with lecture because they're they're. I mean, they're doing bad shit over there, and it's like, well, you can kind of take what we have been doing, and it 
it can it's very comparative to what they are doing over there. Well, it's yes, not yeah. like it's like oh yeah, Russia and Mossad. Those are those are the those are the bad those are the bad guys. We're the good guys. Right. We're we're not killing anybody. We're not torturing anybody. Well, when it came down to the Epstein stuff, a lot of people who were like Epstein deniers are like he killed himself. Let's just embrace it. It's like, dude, if this story happened in Russia and you just write an article about it, or if this story happened and the main culprit was Trump, it was Trump body count, not Clinton body count. You'd yeah. be like, oh fuck, of course, I fucking knew he did that shit. Right. Like, yeah, of course, it's Russia. They did that shit. So that's kind of what I'm saying. Like people are like, oh, but we have so much freedom in this country, but. The reality is, is they most, for the most part, control reality. Right. And that was a massive example of that was the Jeffrey Epstein case. They control public perception on everything. Well, and there's I nothing think, to right. be done I about think it. Way- so, like, yeah, we can go to any website we want. But, I mean, that, that, by the way, that might not be the case in the future with the way things are going, too. Yeah, but that's, I mean, comparatively speaking, that's, I, 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 I agree with what you're saying 100%. But it, you go to Russia, Putin literally will be like, yeah, yeah, I just killed a bunch of people. What are you going to do about it? Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah, it's just like out in the open, and ours yeah. is more secretive. <clears throat> yeah, but it's on a much bigger scale. Yeah, I still think ours is like a little... I mean, I can't tell you because I don't live in Russia. It's not I didn't great. grow up there. But, I mean, I don't know. I think that's putting some specialness on it because it's yeah. America. No, that's, that's I think that's I think fair. everybody... And I'm not a guy that hates America or anything. Right. It's just that when I think of like the, the Clintons or the Bushes, like I don't think like... Oh, they're they're nowhere near as bad as Putin right. and these guys. I, it's like they they have like many people have died I, at the hands of these de- people. I definitely yeah. think America sucks for sure. I get it, but I also think some people a lot of times with discourse is because people in America have such an America first centered ideology that they like treat it as something special when it's just. That's like the disheartening thing. Like if you really look into like, you're like, what leads to all these institutions in America that cause like poverty and quest inequality and like, you know, these pedophile rings. And it's like, that's, if you really look at it, that's the history of man is well, doing shit like that. It's, and it's, it's the consequences of freedom. If you go, well, if you go back far enough, not even like freedom, if you go back far enough, it was like, what is like man come from? It's like one ape hitting another ape with a rock so he can rape his wife and have more kids than him. Yeah. Right. That is what humanity is. It's great. It's a bunch of monkeys killing each other with rocks. A crack rock. And we're not we're not that far from it that right. that, that <laughs> evolutionary timeline. I mean, I've said this before. We're we're not that far evolutionary from. And this is how I make points with my clothes. So right. <laughs> like to can I get so as you wave it, it, it off that as you yeah. wave it in your kid's face? No, I mean we're we're a society, a bunch of apes pretending to be. We put fucking clothes on and we get a job and we you know we do what our bosses tell us and we make shit and whatnot. But I mean, we're not that far from just a bunch of dudes. Uh, a bunch of people just having to literally just kill something every night for their food. Mm-hmm. You know what and I mean? I think that goes back into the exercise thing we were talking about <coughs> earlier. Jace just put honestly. a big dip in Jace, for all the you, listeners. Did you at put home. some more dip in? Uh, Listen, you, you got a real buddy I'm Stevens sorry. vibe going on. You guys on right smoked now. 18 clove cigarettes. You guys turned into 12 year olds all of a sudden. <laughs> I was just letting the folks at home know that you put a big dip in. Oh, okay. Thanks, buddy. I yeah. thought it was. Uh, anytime somebody it, talks about me, I immediately assume it's <laughs> criticism and well, I uh, lash out well, at them. For yeah, the VR people, away. and Kevin, can for the VR people, can you put a big uh, like uh, template right over Jace right now that says dip vision? <laughs> so they know that it's your dip vision right now. Uh, right, it's like really close uh, on my it, face. Yeah, it's all the gross. dip cam. All gross and shit. <laughs> yeah. 
Dipcam 360 presented by <laughs> Titleist Golf. He's putting a big fucking yeah, big like, ass like, dip in. Like last chance you size dip yeah. in your lip. Dude, that's why I love every PGA Tour player like dips a shit ton. Mm-hmm. Like they'll just like boo weekly back in the day. He put like Red Man in. Like he's fucking he looked like a chipmunk but yeah. would dip. Hey man, you gotta stay you gotta stay on the razor's edge to be at the, <laughs> the peak pinnacle performance. Um no what I was gonna say, I think that feeds into the exercise thing is I think if you're not moving regularly um, because of you know our caveman DNA, you're just going to be like, oh, I'm the like, I'm the monkey in the tribe who's like hurt and sits back at home, and I should yeah. feel depressed about that. Yeah, you got to get out and kill something if mm-hmm. you want to get over your depression. I it, would you Is argue you really? that it's like primal to I don't know, let's say run a massive secret. Uh, sex trafficking ring for years and years and years. Is no, that like a I think monkey? It's, it's like, hey, we're apes at the end of the day. So, you know, you got to chloroform the kids when they're on their paper route at six in the morning, throw I them think, in a car, and then they disappear. That's that's, that's, I think it's that's prim- tribal shit. Right I think there. it's primal, primal to... <laughs> I can't I mean, tell if you're m- making fun of me right now. No, no, well, no. I'm just, I'm just wondering what your retort to that is. I think it's, I was just trying to make a joke. I think it's primal to seek power for sure, more power and like okay. a tribal type thing. That's fair. You know, leads to more sex, leads to more offspring, and I think it's also tribal to just fuck everything you can. And yeah. I think, you know. If you're super powerful, I almost wonder, is it like, do you fuck so many women or whatever that you just start moving on to kids? No. And the fucked upness of it gets you off? Or nope. Is, no, I just imagine, Jace, there's probably a link between pedophilia and being a, some version of a sociopath or a psychopath. Mm-hmm. And a person like that can climb to power so they can get the, the people and the money and everything in motion yeah, that they need I, to accomplish what they actually your, want. Your brain, sexually, your brain is... It just throw lightning bolts in a various pattern of nerves. And if you're eight years old and you're getting fucked in the ass, that's your first experience <laughs> of sexuality. That's okay, going to be. Let's not, let's not rush through this example. <laughs> you know what? Let's break this down. For <laughs> yeah. If you're eight year old, if you're eight, eight years old and you're getting fucked in the ass, or, or <laughs> that's someone on Doctor Phil. You're blowing some. You know, if you're being forced into a sexual act, mm-hmm. this is why people have fetishes a lot of the time. Is because they would get their ass beat and they get fucked, or they they would be. To- beat or you'd be tortured or some crazy shit because your uncle's a a fucker and or whatever the situation is you your brain doesn't know any better so you start developing pathways in your mind of this is what sex is so then if you never tell anybody which most people don't then you it just it just festers in your mind or whatever and then you're like man i just i can't get off unless i reinstill that that context and <clears throat> I mean, correct me if I'm wrong out there, but there's a lot. There's plenty of uh, there's plenty of documented evidence to show that most people that are are pedophiles were molested as children. Yeah, although oh, I think I've, is that a myth, Jace? No, I think I've I've heard I've heard counter stuff where a lot of people are now wondering. I'm not saying this is definite fact or anything. I'm a dumbass, but. Um, they're thinking counter stuff where it's it's those numbers are probably also a little more skewed than people think because pedophiles know that's such a great excuse to get reduced sentences for their behavior and to gain sympathy yeah, for their bad sympathy. behavior. So I for mean, a lot of pedophiles, are like, oh, ding, 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 I was molested as a kid. Yeah, it wasn't that. It's, it's the same defense like uh, Jeffrey or Ted Bundy used is that he uh, the pornography and no, stuff he for was the actually Ted Bundy was such a genius that he wanted to get a group behind him. He knew the only group he could get behind him was the dumb '80s Christians. So he said pornography was the reason he mm-hmm. committed all those murders so the and he was christian now he was saved 
He's literally playing the the extreme Christian right. So like, now they re- now reduced the whole thing to a moral dilemma, and he got to be the victim of the whole pornography crisis, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's I mean, brilliant. I mean, what are you gonna? Yeah, that's do? that's it's, some gangster shit. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, that's swag, dude. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, maybe. I think it just makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why there's a lot of billionaire pedophiles. I don't know because um, sexuality is not something that like. Like the act of sex and whatnot, it does activate during adolescence. Like sure. In your mind to where you're starting to be attracted. I mean, I, I have two kids. They think the other gender is gross. They're right. Like, I'm like, do you like you like girls, buddy? Or are you, you know, who you into? Uh, you know, what what gets you off? You know, I always ask my kids <laughs> that. Uh, <clears throat> like, come look at this video real quick. No, and they're 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 not into it. They're like, Dad, stop! Like, it's gross. Uh-huh. You know, it's and I mean. It, so the fact that you would be like looking back on like a kid mm-hmm. and wanting to fuck him, something's wrong with your brain. You know what I mean? There's something wrong with your brain. Well, or, yeah, especially adolescence is such like a traumatic time where there's so much shit that can just get gunked up in the wires when it comes to sex. Imagine this, Kevin. What if people are fucking? Oh yeah, hand me that clove. What if people are molesting children because they are so bored with life? It's almost like I, the I eight-year-old kid. Hold on, hear me out. Okay. It's almost like the eight-year-old kid that's like torturing a cat or like pulling the legs off of a frog because he's like, I wonder what would happen if I did X, Y, or Z. Yeah, but and those kids are typically very abused. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, that's uh, uh, My friend did that, and he wasn't abused. How do you know? Um, I mean, no, I wasn't was, there. What, dad? No, no, my friend. Oh, Not friend. my dad. Yeah. Jesus. Dad didn't do that, did he? Did he pull the legs off of uh, I know he, cats he and put shit? The, he put a firecracker in a bullfrog's mouth one time. That is oh, well, yeah, that's, that's a good bit. Yeah, that's a good I, bit. I don't think that's amphibians. just boys being boys. He, he just wanted to look like he was smoking a cigar, and then yeah. he put a little top hat on it yeah. and made it sing mm-hmm. the, uh, hello, my baby, hello, my darling. <laughs> look, I mean, I've all, we've all been adolescent off. boys. We've all torn cats in half, <laughs> you know? You, you know, so you know it's it's just boys being boys. But. I'm, I'm saying, Kevin, what if often, like, I mean, here's here's the reality. The reality is we know very little about the human brain. Carl Jung told us this when he died: is that he knows 0.1 percent about how the human mind works, and he studied it his entire life, and he's one of the smartest guys ever, right? So, what if I told you? What if I told you? <laughs> I'm, mor- you're, you're I'm Morpheus now. Tyson, yeah. now. I'm Morpheus okay, now. You're Morpheus. What if I told you? Um, Make your point. Th- my point is that we just don't know how people become who they are, and that's just basically it. It's not like these people were molested or these people were abused, and that explains. It just seems like a too clear-cut way to explain people's behavior. Well, yeah. I mean, there's there's gray areas and all that shit. I mean, there's plenty of there's plenty of evidence. I mean, there's evidence for guys uh, who have brain tumors that uh, that are attracted to children. They'll have tumors, and then they are attracted to kids. They have the tumor removed. No longer attracted. That was a real case, yeah, actually. It was like a 40-year-old man. He started getting attracted to kids, started watching child pornography, didn't know what was wrong with him. And then um, he gets arrested for it. Um, He's Uh, in jail, and they find a a tumor. Um, He got arrested for it? That's not the the case study I remember. No, he went to jail, and then Hillary Clinton killed him in his cell. (laughs) The case study I remember was a guy who was like, he was just being straight up, and he's like, look, I don't know what's going on. I am sexually attracted to children. Maybe the same one. I thought he went to jail and they found it because I know yeah. they tried to use it for a legal argument. I think this was on a radio ad. They tried to use it for a legal argument. They cut the tumor out. He wasn't attracted to kids anymore. And then he knew the tumor was regrowing because a year later he started to get attracted to kids again. Sure enough, they cut him open. Yeah, yeah. The tumor had grown back. Yeah. They cut it out. 
So they tried to use that in court as an argument for like this man was acting out of his own will. He had something, you know, like Charles Whitman, like a tumor making him act this way. And the, the, school, the one of the, the with the tower shooter, same shit, right? Yeah, Charles Whitman. He had a tumor growing on the yeah. on the uh, I think a dual oblongata, the part of your brain that controls aggression. Thank you uh, to uh, the water boy <laughs> to water boy for uh, educating us all on the that's Abdu- Abdullah oblongata. That's how stupid I am, but want to sound smart as I'm referencing stuff from the water boy. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, if you look at alligators, the Abdullah oblongata. <laughs> um, no, but like the judge's argument was basically he's like, well, you should still know right from wrong, and you knew what you were doing was wrong because you lived so much of your life as yeah. not a person who was. I agree with that 100. Yeah. percent Yeah, there's a Ben. Stop. I'm just I'm not in the way of the fan like you guys, so I get hotter. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I think the, probably the biggest reason there's so many billionaire pedophile type things is I think just like you were saying earlier, Ben. People who gain power like that, who are addicted to like if they have a billion dollars, it's like it's not enough. I need two billion. People like that definitely suffer from psychopathy, right? right. And um, did you roll your eyes? At me? No, no, I was, I was thinking because did Jace, this is did a, you roll your fucking no, eyes. This is a very interesting point because p- what are people really worried about now? They're worried about the uh, the guys that are like quote unquote like rapey or a little handsy that are like they just love like beware of guys that are like just chasing pussy. Uh-huh. But the guys that you really have to be worried about are the guys that aren't interested in that shit at all. That just want fucking power. Yeah, the Vladimir Putins of the world. Well, that's you know? that has been one of my. I don't want to say gripes with the thing or whatever, but there's all there's there's uh, I mean there's a lot of shit on Facebook and when I, dudes getting called out because they're problematic because they Instagram message somebody something inappropriate or whatever, and there's still real fucking rapists out there. There's guys hiding in bushes and parks and shit. Like that shit still exists. Hiding right? in bushes. Well, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, there's no, my, a lot of bush hiders. My <laughs> biggest thing is like they're like Louie gets to perform at Magooby still, and I'm like, we're running out of water. We are going to. That's be another thing. Out of water in 15 years. I know it's fucked up to like do things like that to him, but there's some big issues we need to talk mm-hmm. about right now. Yeah, yeah. We're running out of water, and we're going to be in Mad Max time in like 50 years. Yeah, but well, dude, I I used to I was doing a a character set for a while where I was John Teeter, who's from the future. Uh-huh. And I, I was like, you know, yeah, every, <clears throat> everybody's very nice to each other. You know, there's no social issues. Everybody's equal. We don't have any food. <laughs> uh, that's one of the issues that we're running into in the future. Uh, mm-hmm. There uh, is total equality. However, we have to eat the young to survive. Yeah, yeah. Kevin, do you believe that John Teeter guy was really from the future? I don't know, Wait, but it's an interesting story. What is, this, what is story. this guy? Oh, Kevin, explain it to Jay. So John Teeter showed up, and I want to say it was in the early 90s. It might have been earlier than that. Uh-huh. It might have been in the 80s. Just gets off a boxcar somewhere. No, I, I, we don't know. So he shows up on a forum, and this was back in the day when the internet was essentially used to transfer information from university to university. Right, yeah. And or like extreme nerds like had extreme, a couple of forms in yeah, share, like and, Grateful Dead forms and, and stuff. And this guy who claimed his name to be John Teeter showed up. Okay, there we go. It was a 2001, so I was way off. Um, yeah, it's so a time travel from the year 2036, um, and he claimed to be having to go back in time because he's in a post-apocalyptic time in the future, 2036, and the government computers are so old that they, the new computers, they don't, you can't reprogram the computers to get shit going again. Uh-huh. Very vague understanding of this. I feel like we need to call my buddy JP because he knows about all this shit. He's, he was obsessed with John Teeter. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> goes back in time because he has to get the Pegasus chip 
from a very old computer. So then all these nerds are like, ah, you know, this guy's not real. This is bullshit. And then uh, somebody looks up the Pegasus chip. It actually is on this particular computer. It's not listed in the schematics, mm-hmm. but it's a chip inside this computer that's specifically designed and can be used to reprogram other computers of that time. So then uh, John Teeter essentially says he, he came back in time. He actually lived with his family, mm-hmm. you know, the, but they were, you know, was, he's from the future, so they're much younger or whatever from right. the time. And uh, he travels around. And his time machine is an El Camino. This is all. This is all part this of the is lore. Clearly not true. This is all part of the lore. I mean, uh, who knows? Feel free to look into John Teeter. It's well, a very I love interesting. That story. Ben pulled up the Wikipedia page, and literally the last paragraph I was just looking over says a 2009 investigation concluded that Teeter was likely the creation of Larry Haber, a Florida entertainment lawyer, along with his brother Maury, a computer scientist. Yeah, uh, most likely. <laughs> uh, but didn't they like predict 9/11 and a lot of things? I don't remember that, uh, but I do remember he had schematics for things that a lot of people looked at and were like, this actually checks out. This makes sense. Well, yeah. What were um, his predictions? Yeah. An upcoming civil war in the United States. Okay, great. That's he described this beginning in 2004. Okay. Didn't nope, happen. Nope. I'm um, having a Waco type event every month that steadily gets worse and erupts in 2008. Okay. So he's just predicting Obama getting elected. <laughs> <laughs> What is the end day? As a result of the war, the U.S. would split into five regions based on various factors and offering and differing military objectives. Okay. The Civil War, according to Tier, would end in 2015 with a brief but intensive World War III. So clearly just not true at all. Let, let, well, me, Jace, let, me, let hold me give on. A, a piece of advice. Wait, what? What, Tita refers to the exchange as end day. Yes. The letter the letter end day. day. Okay, come on, man. Let me tell you. You want an end day? Any, anybody out there that wants to claim to be a time traveler, don't make predictions. <laughs> that or is, just go further into the future. You got to go way ahead, bro. You cannot make a right. clear. That's always always the problem. It was like always the biggest criticism for like those televangelists. Mm-hmm. Like a devil, he's going to be roaming around here. 2006, <laughs> April 31st, 2006, the devil's going to be around here mm-hmm. and it's Armageddon. 2006 comes right. You know, actually, I I consulted with the rocks <laughs> that I found that the Lord speaks through. And you know what? The six was actually a nine. <laughs> 2009 comes around. Hey, y'all, I'm going to just say it. That was my bad. <laughs> my bad, 100%. You know, I went back to the rock. It was actually 3,009. It's like, and people are still just chucking money right. at him like, it's a man of God. Right. The Rock said I need a jet in order to prevent revelations now, from coming true. The only thing you can do to save yourself from the pending apocalypse is buy this washcloth. <laughs> okay. I have blessed each one of these washcloths, and you put it on your forehead, you're going to be a yeah. millionaire in about four minutes. Those people should really, you know, like, I, you know, you can have love for everybody in the world and think everybody's special. I, Those people should be taken in the street and beat to death in front of everyone. I, I agree. I was talking to my friend Luke is like, sometimes you will see people now who they violate the social standards that you attain so much that almost in a tribal way. We were talking about that Seth Simons guy who reported on the two tattletales on the Shane Gillis yeah, guy on yeah, SNL. Yeah. And we were like, he should be taken by the comedy community and. We should rub him in shit so the children see the shame. Almost like a, a Why? caveman. Why, Jace? Because he doesn't like racism? Only like a caveman who stole too much steak out of the cave when yeah. he wasn't hunting, and we have to shame him in front of the tribe now. 
it, uh, his, his punishment will be to write seven more horrible bird puns. <laughs> you have to write seven more horrible bird puns, and we will put it on national television. Mm-hmm. And then every just in a crowd of well-educated, smart people that just sit there and don't fucking laugh at a thing. <laughs> you do a 10-minute set of your most garbage material. You're just bullshit bird puns, and then just people staring at you blankly and be like, well... You got anything to say now? Any opinions you want to express about <laughs> comedy? You obviously know nothing about it. Fucking idiot. Uh, I'm. That was a bit. I never really get that. Mad. <laughs> <clears throat> I hear was bit anger. Here's, well, here's, you used to like have to express your opinions and beliefs through your art, mm-hmm. and now. Uh, I mean, people are fairly. It's not laziness. It's a, a lot of people think they are an artist, right? And they're not creating anything. So then they just go to Twitter well, to express all their. That's what opinions. my my good friend Alyssa. I was talking to her. We literally had like a long hour long. It was a really good talk about this. Like in like two nights ago. Gosh, that sounds like a fucking nightmare. Such a no. It was a fun time <laughs> talking about this for an hour. She made a great point where she goes. <laughs> so you have the guy. You have the comedy people on the left who are just ranting about social issues. Yes. And you know, like you know, evil white men. And then you have the people on the right side of it who are like, you know, Legion of Skanks people being like, you should be able to say any word you want. Like I should be able to yell the n word at a dog in the street. And you know, like neither of them are right. And also right. the thing is, nobody's creating anything. All they're doing is dissecting things that yes. uh, the, there's like five people in the Reactionary. world. There's five people in the world actually creating something and then the rest of humanity is just criticizing those five things that right. are being made. Yeah. And that's like all comedic expression now is just talking about comedy. Dude, I wish at some point, you know, uh, we all, you know, one of us gets famous enough uh, to where anybody fucking cares. And uh, then, like, we're just on NBC News with just, like, a very well-respected, uh, you know, news anchor mm-hmm. playing the uh, the Tracy Chapman song <laughs> that we You sang. got a fried rice. Yeah, you got the fried rice. I got the eggs to make the egg rolls. Yeah. Uh, it was funny. Song. When that whole story was going down, I was just thinking back to, like, 85 moments through the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Like- well, the thing that's funny, too, is, like, uh, specifically about Asian people too. Right. Like you're like, yeah, we might be a a bit in trouble. Uh, you know, uh, I don't know what to do here. Look, well, they're, I've, I've ex- they're doing fine. All have right, you, the you, Asians are doing great. Have you accepted your fate? What is that like in this whole thing? What? Like, I mean, you can't just help but be funny the way that you're funny. What do you, what do you, John right, I Peter? Think, I think that's the thing is you can't help being the <laughs> way you're funny, the and you're not like I think we've all embraced. We're not going to get anything from the industry. Nobody doing our comedy looks like us like you said at that comedy festival the other day you had a great set in front of a comedy central executive yeah he blows right by it and just like talk to like you know i don't want it yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean it's more of the same right. it's more of the same stuff but it really just does uh point to the fact that you got to go get your own shit yeah, you gotta go get your own you gotta do a podcast where you're like semi-racist on it and attract mm-hmm. literally 99 percent of the country which likes comedy like yeah. this yeah like the actual real fans who will pay to come see comedy well, and one of the things that i really enjoy about our podcast and the thing that we're getting a lot of positive feedback is the fact that we're being honest we're being mm-hmm. real and yeah. the i think the thing that is such a fucking betrayal to comedy is the pretendness of it. Yeah. Is the, the the fact that, I mean, me and Ben were just talking about uh, a, a comic that's very well respected that the first time that Ben met them, they said the N-word. And then I oh, yeah. since then have, in, have in a gone, funny way, not in a no, right, no, no, hateful no, no. way. No, yeah, no, yeah. no, no, no. It, it, was, it was Hannah Gatsby. It was Hannah Gatsby. <laughs> yeah. I will not, <laughs> not say the N-word ever again. 
Uh, no, the, uh, but there's. Pull your fucking pants up. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, her apology. You don't understand in Australia, it's a different word. It means a crocodile. It's different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, there's the the disingenuine way that a lot of comics are living right now mm-hmm. is so. It's a turnoff. Right. It's a huge turnoff because. The, the same comic that may say, you know, that says the N-word, and I don't condone it. We don't say it on this podcast. We're very intentional about certain things, and that's one of them. And uh, what do you do? My eyes are getting wide. Like, huh? <laughs> no, that, we're, we're, Somebody stop me. We're, <laughs> we're, we're, we try to be in, in, intentional with not being, you know, uh, trying to be offensive right. to people. We're just doing bits. We're if we were trying bits. to be offensive, I think that would be very lame. It would be fucking yeah, yeah. ridiculous. Like, I'm never, like you, like, you bring up sometimes, like, why you do this? I'm like, I'm not trying to be offensive. It's just, like, what's funny to me is, yeah, like. Yeah, if someone interprets something I do as, like, like me just trying to be shocking then it just was i just failed to be funny right like yeah. it was just it a was bad like joke my, my goal was to, yeah that's the thing it's like the whole thing with the shane gillis thing is and i'm sorry if we're talking about comedy but it was like a really big thing to me this week was everybody getting on to shane like the second he gets snl but it's like i know the bit they're doing on that podcast is not very funny it's a very lame moment pulled from a podcast but it's like they spent thousands of hours on that yes. thing trying to be funny. Yes. Trying to be funny, trying to create content so they can get fans, so they can do this for a living. Yeah. And sometimes you fail. You're not funny. And then if you just pull that and like just show it, no context, no anything. Right. Don't compare it to anything else you've done in your life. It's like, yeah, it looks bad. Well, people are incredibly complicated. And I've said this since the beginning. You know, it's my big ironic, oh, he's so funny because he's ironic mm-hmm. bit where I just go, if there's anything I've learned is that everybody's exactly the same based on their race, gender, and <laughs> sexual orientation you tell me those three things i'll tell you everything about that person i know i'm 100 it's just not fucking true it's not true and you can't wrap somebody up for based on one thing that they said on a fucking podcast of a two-minute clip yeah of a two-minute two clip. clip you know their whole life story yeah you don't know shit about the person i could take two minutes out of anybody's life and make them look like hitler so you're saying that hitler was probably a good guy you know what who knows maybe <laughs> hitler ate pussy like a fucking champ <laughs> There could have been some redeeming mm-hmm. qualities about Hitler. It doesn't excuse what he did. And that's the most Legion of Skanks thing you've ever said. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm serious, though. That like there, it, It's just so frustrating mm-hmm. because you'll say something like, man, you know, like, uh, you know, Tim made a, I mean, all, there's thousands of tweets out there kind of coming to his defense that are essentially saying like, you know, look, we need to be able to try. We right. need to be able to say what we want to say. And not everybody can get so fucking offended about everything that's being said. Right. Well, you're taking and you're taking morality and you're making it a black and white issue, which it is clearly not. You're making it like I, I put something on Instagram the other day about it. Like you're making it just like the Christianity I grew up in, where it's like these are the 85 things you have to be. If you have a different opinion from it, you're wrong, and that's right. what life is. Isn't it funny how like you never got to leave the church? Never. Never, never got to leave the never. church. Still yeah. in it. I'm still in it. 100%. I'm still surrounded by yeah. people who are like, he didn't act in a Christian way. And he didn't act yeah. in a woke way. And that's way. why I'm not paying attention to that shit as much. I didn't I didn't look much into the Shane Gillis thing. I was just like totally removed from it. Like yeah. it's just like it's just like watching a, a battle take place and you're just standing on top of the hill watching 
uh, you know, red fight blue. Right. There's no meaning to any yeah. of it. Right. I could give a shit and it's who an wins army, or what happens. It's an army of like every single person in the army has Down syndrome and they're fighting yeah. each other. And the, the crown they're fighting for is to be on a show that is bad. <laughs> so I don't, yes. I do not care. Right. I do not care. What these people are fighting for, this is really what they're fighting for is $5,000 a week. Yeah. Yes. That's what they're mm-hmm. fighting for. Right. Mm-hmm. Which is such a small amount of money when you consider right. how much money some of these billionaires are making. You right. know what I mean? How much... But, but Ben, you're right. That's the part of the reason I think a lot of people got as mad as Shane as they did is because nobody knew about him. He was in Philly for 10 years and then moved to New York and got everything immediately. Yeah. And I think a lot of people were mad. I'm like, why not me? Why not I on SNL? And I think that's why people were really upset, honestly. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, bitterness seems to... Uh, control mo, mo, I'm the, the the foundation of most ideologies seems to be powered by bitterness and yeah. resentment uh, well, when you, you really break it down well that's the thing I mean that like like I'm saying you know with 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 him saying one thing and then people going he's a bad person he's a racist automatically you know what I mean that person that's saying that have not examined their entire fucking life you know what I mean that understand the people are complicated they're motivated by certain things. Mm-hmm. A Chinese voice. Let's yeah. be no. I hear real. Kevin. I hear you one hundred percent. It makes people. It can be funny. <laughs> you go into no, I hear a you. restaurant and you hear something. That's a thing that I don't think anybody is fucking understanding. Uh-huh. And I, if you go, you go to you go to Europe or something, and somebody goes, uh, "I love the Americans." Are always coming like, "Hey, give me a cheeseburger," <laughs> and everybody's like. <laughs> Good shit, we're dumb as but, fuck. But and it's just like, oh, what you 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 think that the the Chinese are so fucking weak emotionally that they can't understand that that could possibly be but, humorous. Kevin, I will say, like by commenting on it in this way, I feel like I lose. I lose by taking part in it whatsoever. Yeah, because you're right. these, these are two re, two groups of retards throwing shit at each other. Mm-hmm. Down syndrome. Oh, sorry. We're not going to say retard anymore. (laughs) It's just I do not care to have an opinion on these people that are... I I haven't seen anyone change their mind in a very long time. We've talked about this on the podcast. These people are set in their ways... And this is just, and by the way, they're really not set in their ways. In five years, they will be like Republicans. Oh, I yeah, 100%. You. 100%. The same yeah. way the hippies switched and put on suits. And it's started a suit. Working everybody, like everybody you go on Twitter, every like famous comedian who's tweeting like anti, you know, like pro PC type stuff, it's like, you've done blackface in a sketch. Yes. I know specifically the sketch you did blackface in. Yeah. Yeah. Five years ago. Right. And now, you, you know, you're just, you, you're, they're like water. You, I mean, pour them, you pour them in any container, they take the shape of it. You, you yeah. look at political groups, like a political group did not trust the CIA or the government whatsoever, mm-hmm. and now they are they love the CIA and the FBI because they're going after Trump. The it, Democrats it, love the FBI now, which is like, you stand the like FBI. They, they just it's switch. Insane. And that kind of just proves, and that is a that, that, that really isn't a fair thing to just so, sort of say well, surface level because there's yeah. a lot that goes into it, but it basically points toward like this... It, it's not about being right and wrong. It's about winning. Right. Well, That's this, what it's all about. I have a great example of this. Money. Yeah. yeah. I have a great example of this. Mitt Romney, I remember specifically, because um, I was kind of a Mitt Romney fan. He was corny, but I did like him as much as I can like a Republican candidate. He, in 2012, one of his big campaign points was like, we need to worry about Russia. They're coming for us. Yeah. And the entire Democratic Party was like, is this guy stuck in fucking 1981, this yeah. dumbass? Yeah. And now you look at the Democratic Party, that's all they talk about is Russia collusion. That's right. all they talk about is Putin interfering with the election. So yep. you start to understand that these groups are very fluid. Mm-hmm. They, they change with the times and that there's no moral backbone. They are water. That's so. If you pour them into a vase shaped like a swastika, they would take the shape of a swastika. Yep. As long as they could get on SNL. <laughs> 
hundred percent. I mean, these people would literally like shoot their own mother in the back of the head to get on Conan. Right. They would Let, literally. If the SNL audition was, walk. you had to shoot up a church, a Jewish synagogue. <laughs> and be like, all right, let me see. How many bullets do I need? Eighteen. Okay. Well, it, right. go, let me go on. Uh, let me go on Twitter and see what's socially acceptable. Right. Oh, leg shots. That's cool. <laughs> okay. Cool. I'll do that. Yeah. That. You know this. Uh, this actually makes me think about something that I've thought about a lot. Do you guys think now? You guys went to church. You were Church of Christ, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Do you Amen. do you the think that there were people in leadership mm-hmm. that knew that this is all bullshit and they kept doing it? Yes. Yeah. You do. I think there was a lot of people from being around a lot of adults. Like I was always a kid that hung out with a lot of adults. Like just interacted with them. Um, big loser. Big loser. Big fucking nerd. That was a joke. Thanks for not laughing. Now I look like an asshole. <laughs> Sorry, I was looking at the dryer. To, oh, no, I get it. I was going to make sure it wasn't going to go off. I thought uh, you were going to see if the if what Alex is saying today. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I feel like I got the feeling from a lot of... Callback, baby. It's like an hour ago. I got an Emperor's New Clothes feeling from a lot of people where it's like, they're like, man, he's I wearing feel, FUBU. Yeah, he's I'm wearing sorry. FUBU. I'm yeah, sorry. go on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the Emperor's new swag, if yeah, you will, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> this is when I pull a gun out and kill myself again. Um, I, I, they Just had a kill Ben, please. Emperor's new clothes type thing where I feel like a lot of people are like, oh man, this feels like fucking bullshit, but I don't want to be the one guy who says it and gets right. ostracized. So right. I think it's a lot of people. Just going along with the groove, yeah. you know. See, especially when I, you, especially when I started hanging out with, like, I got a job from one person at the church, at a warehouse that he owned. And once I started hanging out with him on his own and got to like actually see what he's like, I'm like, oh, fucking everybody's kind of normal. Yes, because I knew only knew this guy from like youth group being like, you know, me and Melissa. You know, we just try to praise God every day and be pure. And then you know, I'm working with him at his warehouse like five months. Later, he's like, man, I'm horny as fuck. And I'm like, yeah, it's just a real fucking guy. It's a real person. Yeah, and, I, yeah. and I will tell you as somebody who was in church leadership, mm-hmm. there were plenty of moments. Cause when I was in, I was fucking in, right. it was not, there was never a part. I mean, there was always a part of me that would like kind of question it, but I, and I, maybe I'm fucking delusional, but there was never a part of me that thought, Oh, my lead pastor is is uh, knows that this is bullshit, and he's just doing it to get rich. Mm-hmm. All the people that I was in leadership that I knew of, I felt like genuinely believed it, mm-hmm. and they felt like people were actually going to go to hell, and they had to do everything that they could to get people to not go to hell. Now I could be way off, but there was a lot of like, uh, what do you call that? Uh, posturing. There was a lot of posturing mm-hmm. going on to where people are like, well, we don't talk. Well, we don't talk like that around here. You know, we want to make sure, you know, we're all, you know, uh, anything on wholesome word come out of your mouth, mm-hmm. you know. We don't but, do bits about the mask, all right? We yeah, don't talk about now, Steve Harvey look, like that. Now, his suit was big. I will admit <laughs> he has a large suit, but that, you know, we don't want to. But there, there would be times because I I ran what was called Friday night man nights for mm-hmm. ten for over ten years in my backyard and there would be dudes pastors people in church leadership big time guys speaking on the stage in front of thousands of people and we'd be in the backyard and it'd be like uh, hey your wife your you, so you, you you just your wife just had a baby like yeah yeah you um you taste the titty milk yet <laughs> did you taste it and I'm going come on man like, hey, you got to drink it from the faucet brother. <laughs> You got, and I'm going like, is this okay? And then another guy's going, man, I just love that we can fucking drink here, man. It's great that nobody's judging us, you know. And all this stuff, being a hundred percent real people, Mm -hmm. and then you know, sometimes it would get emotional. People would break down, talk about real shit, and Mm -hmm. it would get real. And that was the kind of stuff 
that I would just I would just sop up. I would love that shit. Mm-hmm. And because so much of like the whole church thing is pretending that you got it all together. Right. And uh I don't know. I I just I really hope nobody I know there's people out there like that that are just straight up fucking evil. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, put the tithe box, you know, Jesus said we haven't had a hundred dollar bill in the tithe box in about six <laughs> weeks. And uh, Jesus told me personally he's pissed. And, and don't put any of them Harriet Tubman twenties in there. <laughs> I don't want to see one we found a sack of Jawea coin. I had to throw the whole box out. That was $800 we had to throw in the garbage. We prayed over an, it. A native touched that sacred Jefferson face. <laughs> no, I always felt like I was I was part of the good guys when I was doing that. And I think that's one of the appeals to, to church. Well, is, you were, you're probably, I feel like I'm a centrist everywhere I go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which a lot of people talk shit about centrists now, Well, my, which my, is funny. My buddy, my buddy Brian, who uh, left the church but was very involved for a long time, he would always say, I was too liberal for church, and now I'm way too conservative for the real world. Yeah. And, and I was kind of like, oh, really? And now I feel like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like, well, where the hell do I fit in all right. this thing? You know, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's fucked. Hey, Ben, show some of that V a little bit more. You know what I mean? Pull it down. Yeah, Ben, what are we at time-wise? I feel like we've gone pretty long. We're at uh, 154. Jesus. Yeah. I feel like we've been serious for very long now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I kind of felt it was going to be a serious episode, though. Yeah, I kind of felt. I mean, with with the SNL stuff in the air, I honestly couldn't not. I know I try to talk about comedy as little as possible, but I could just not talk about it. Yeah. Mostly because the guy looks so much like me, so I felt like an attack on myself. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Especially they kept making jokes about how he looked, and I'm like, ah, oh, come on, man, don't be doing this shit. Yeah, yeah. That would be awesome if the other guy, uh, uh, Matt, mm-hmm. Shane, it, or no, the other guy on the podcast. Oh, the other guy. Yeah. If he looked exactly like me, <laughs> and everyone thought it was just our podcast. <laughs> That would be we're a pretty sitting, nice. Bump. We're getting like death threats right. and stuff. That Seth Simmons guy's tweet is like, "Look at this bit." It's just me going like, "Oh, I'm Steve Harvey, Lord." <laughs> and I'm like, "No, that's a different podcast." Yeah, yeah. They keep canceling Matt and Shane because of our <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Dude, what do you think the bit? If there's any bits that that we were going to get canceled for, which one do you think it probably the most? Oh, oh, the man. Tracy Chapman one, um, for sure. You were literally twisting in your chair like stigmata over there oh dude i had like fucking like eight beads of sweat hit my ass at the same time during the middle of that bit but it was still so funny yeah yeah um well uh any prayer requests before we go (laughs) gentlemen uh any praises Hmm, i'm trying to think of something usually when i i do the sauna at the ymca at around 15 minutes in it starts getting really hard and the only way i can get through is by prayer and usually I ask for wisdom and patience. Mm. Um, and uh, I'm a stupid, impatient motherfucker. Uh, so I, I can't really tell got if this is a bit or not. No, I really do. I start praying in the sauna to get through it. I start meditating and I visualize God as like a, a black woman. You, you know those lights that just keep changing colors from like red to, to orange to yellow? Uh, street lights? No, like a, <laughs> no, like a mood light. Like a thing. mood light. Yeah. Like I picture God as like a big mood light in this big dark room and each light represents one of the seven virtues I could receive from him. And as each light hits me, I receive one of those things and I focus on it like wisdom, patience, uh, love, empathy. And I just keep cycling through it and like asking for it. Right. Um, and then I wake, I I come to, and there's a guy's big cock in my mouth. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, what? what right. and well, you were actually just you were actually just at a rave. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're like, where's the patience and wisdom? I got the love. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need the patience and wisdom. I'm meditating, Jason. I'm just focusing on like racism, hatred, bigotry. Like they're, I'm like, just let the racism just flow through you. <laughs> just let the bigot, let the homophobia just really get right. deep in there, dude. It's I, like that dude, scene in um, the newest Jedi movie where he's like the sacred text, but it's just he's burning my awakening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just the, it's just the Zen the the Zen monk who's a racist mm-hmm. who's just trying to become more and more just more and more hateful with each day but mm-hmm. the just the calm bigot it's funny we do know some comics like that <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> just hateful monks where they just concentrate on being more hateful mm-hmm. every day yeah it's it's sad it's it's a bummer it is interesting those people are literally like you know how people say an addict is like a successful person in reverse like they have all the tools within them to be a successful person, but they're going, they're driving their car backwards a hundred yeah, miles an most, hour. Most addicts are incredibly intelligent people. I feel like for the most part. Yeah. So th- that's like a, a lot yeah. of people we know are almost like monk, monk, like, like Zen, like, and they're focusing on the opposite things on the spectrum yeah, of right. wisdom, patience, but they peace. still live that minimalist life where there's like, there's three things I care about. It's hate, bitterness, and getting drunk every night. Yeah. That's all I care about. And when you boil it down, you boil their whole... Cheers. Cheers. You boil their whole like mission statement and worldview. Like if you stripped it down to its core, it's just them sitting in a chair saying life is not fair. Mm-hmm. No, saying why not me? You know, why isn't it better for me? Yeah. Well, they don't even want that really because they fucking hate themselves. Yeah, but you know those people if they had a if they had all that shit that they were bitter about that other people are given getting and whatnot, they'd still find a way to be pissed right. off. Well, those people we're talking about specifically, I think it's also a problem with perfectionism. Where if you know, I struggle with perfectionism, and I feel like if you can't get over that perfectionism idea that you have to hit, like you have to be the perfect person. You know, you have to be uber successful. Yeah, you have to be rich, handsome, thin, attractive, a good boyfriend, a good lover, yeah. a good you know, brother. And if you can't hit those ideals, you have to create some kind of like ego filter for yourself because it's too painful not to be perfect. And the ego filter I hit for myself was depression and mental illness. So I'm like, I can't be these things because I'm depressed. And then I fed into this depression, which just makes you more depressed, which just makes you more depressed and more of a fucking loser. And then like other people, like the people we're talking about specifically, they're like, why can't I be all this? It's like, Oh, because you know, I'm a fucking straight white man in a woke culture. And it's like, that's not true either. Yeah. I mean, you're just diving into that because you're so afraid of not hitting these expectations. And it's also, it's like, yeah, it's that, that might be true, but it's also still very possible to be happy and fulfilled in that world that you claim you live. Mm-hmm. Right, and then also just like play a different game, like go make stuff online, yes. go create. You know, stop well, complaining and start creating. That's the thing. It's just like if you can tell your your inner thoughts that are all doing all those things, like you know, I can't do it because X, Y, and Z. You know, mm-hmm. because of these things, I'm depressed because of whatever reason. If you can tell that voice to be like, shut the fuck up and get to work. Mm-hmm. If you could just do your shit, you'll be fine. Right. Which is have an inner Joe Rogan inside of you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, like I told that story of the guy who wanted to be a yoga instructor, but he's got back problems. It's like, it's going to be 10 times harder for you to become a yoga instructor because you have back problems. If you really want it, just work 10 times as hard, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. you'll get it. I'm starting to buy into the whole idea guys. And I know we're wrapping up the podcast here and this is kind of a bigger idea. I really am starting to think you just manifest your entire reality. Absolutely. I think you well, create the world you live in. I, I think, really do. I think you yeah. definitely, I think the version of that that I really believe is uh, there's a narrative you tell yourself 
And I think that narrative you tell yourself creates your actual life because yeah. of the actions that you choose. Well, like ben, if I tell myself I'm a depressed person who can't do anything, guess what? I'm a depressed person who can't tell, do anything. If I tell myself enough times that it's like I get to work, I work hard, I'm a person who works hard and makes things. Right. Well, I mean, Ben has been talking about a, a millionaire pedophile for years, and now he's working for one. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's I'm literally like life is, seems to be like a fucking video game at this point. Like, how are we not in a simulation? Yeah. Like, you can just you can just right. see that I'm starting to see the code. You really do create the whole fucking world that you right. live with. You if can. you write enough code in your brain, it like kind of becomes reality. And it almost. doesn't even have to be true. It can be complete bullshit that you make up, but if you can Still rewire true. your brain, mm-hmm. yeah. you can make that motivate you yeah. to actually. Like I told make you that, that thing, external, happen. internal locus. My business yeah. trust was like, it doesn't matter if you have internal, it makes your life better. Yeah. yeah. Even my, if it's not my true. falling rain that I see everywhere now, all the all the code just says honk honk. <laughs> <laughs> Everywhere I go. Well, uh, let me, uh, I, I wanted to tell you guys a story about this. So I, uh, we were saying prayer requests and whatnot. I remember I was with a guy who's never really been involved in church and whatnot, and he got involved in like occultism and shit. And uh, he's like, so what would like if you guys had like what would prayer requests? And we all go around and be like, hey, Jace, what do you want to pray for? And Ben, and then we'd start to pray and we'd write it down and go and be like, yeah, I pray Ben, you know, gets a new job, and I pray that you know Jace is able to you know fuck a few less women this week. I know it's been <laughs> hard for him, Lord. Yeah, he only and fucks twenty women this week. My <laughs> buddy, my buddy, who's telling me, he goes, yeah, well, if if we wanted something, what we would do is we would write down. Uh, in like a uh, a very short sentence of what we wanted, and then we would chop that up until it's the very smallest amount of letters, so just something that we could recognize. And then we would go out into the woods and we'd like paint a pentagram on the ground and put a bunch of candles around it and put the 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 words on in the this middle. This is of a it. comedian friend that you yes. have, yeah. And I would and you would uh, you would just concentrate it on it and then jack off onto it, mm. and that's how uh, we did prayer requests. <laughs> I was like, really? He's like, yeah, it actually works. Jesus. It works. And I'm like, all right. Sounds, uh, so it was actually, I don't know if you met my buddy Jeff Epstein. Uh, no, no, it was, yeah. uh, it was a, a good guy. A good guy right. that I know. That He's he, just jerking off the chopped up words, pedophile island. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just says a, ped is. A picture of Bill Quinn that he's jerking off on. Yeah. <laughs> I love it when you come on my face. But I'm a freak, y'all. I'm a freak. It's me, Bill Clinton. I'm a freak. Well, uh, could could I leave the audience with a bit of homework, please? Yeah, go for it. Th- this is like a, a common thing a lot of people say, but I, I feel like it is pretty profound. Uh, but like, if there was no money or like hierarchy within the world to to be made or to be had or any power to be to to be gained, yeah. Like, if there if money was of no object, like, what would you actually be doing? And a lot of people can't really answer that. Two chicks at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, think, like, if there's no money in the world, like, yeah. what would you actually be filling your day with? Well, I mean, pretty much everything that I've put a lot of effort into uh, results in zero money. So I think I would just keep doing what I'm doing. Yeah, your name yeah Kevin's it. already there. I'm already there. I really am. I really, really am. Because it's like, I'm, I'm not doing... We're not podcasting f- to make a bunch of fucking money. If we were, we would be absolutely so misguided. No, it's funny. It's people insane. are like, people are like, when can you monetize? I'm like, why are you even thinking about oh, that? It's, it's so like, stupid. It's I just like, I just like the fact that people actually listen to this and tell us that they like like it. They like, like I, I just know it's, it's getting yeah. like, yeah, that people find it entertaining and funny and insightful. That's like, an, that's what I want. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I think I would if that money was of no object. I think I would try to get my 
mind and my body in the most incredible shape. Like to be just completely zen-like and like a, a, a fully functional, well-oiled machine. Yeah. Of like everything that goes in my body is, is uh, for the like greater good. Yeah. yeah, you want to be like the Terminator. You want to be like a robot. Yeah, basically. Yeah. I, I, I told my therapist that when I first walked in. She's like, what do you want to be? And I'm like, I want to be the Terminator. I literally <laughs> want to do everything my high-functioning brain wants to do at every moment. And yeah. she's like, well, that's probably part of the reason you're coming in right now. And yeah, I was yeah. like, well, that's a good point. Yeah. I want to be perfect. Yeah, exactly. Jace, okay. what would you be doing if money was no object? If I wanted, money was no object, I'd probably, I think I'd do the similar thing. Like I would probably. You still work in sales. Yeah, I'd still work in sales. <laughs> yeah. And selling to Armenians specifically. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I'd probably do the similar <laughs> thing. I think I would. <laughs> that, that is hilarious chase like the world completely falls out and you're still like going to work at like a fake company that doesn't really right. exist just trying to sell people shit right it's been but, hard to sell alarms with all the uh, nuclear fallout but you know we'll get it done right yeah i'm selling to like a like a hills have eyes person yeah, i'm like yeah. this uh, here's this system yeah is going to protect you and your 18 fingered baby <laughs> it's like look look incremental growth doesn't give <laughs> shit about the nuclear holocaust <laughs> we have a 10 percent growth year over year no matter what no i would probably be doing kind of similar thing i would probably try to get my body and mind really right i would love to be able to get back into running at some point i gotta lose a lot of weight to do that and then i think i would get i would probably try and teach myself animation i feel like right now that's oh, something yeah. i kind of want to get into dude i just bought my daughter a flip book so oh, she can get damn. into animation dude, i'll show you the link because there's this guy that has this whole kit it's really cool but you do it on an actual flip book it's an actual flip book like i want to teach myself to do like computer animation like i feel yeah. like that's the next step for yeah, me probably. so i can make little cartoons and stuff no waste your time with a flip book <laughs> That's what I really think. But I, I honestly, like, the drawing has brought me so much joy as of recently. And, like, anytime I'm feeling bad or anything, I just start drawing. And it's just yeah, like, I'm, I don't I'm know. proud of you, buddy, for drawing so much. Absolutely. Thank you. I think I've done 50 drawings in two and a half months. So it's amazing. My Instagram's, like, oh, oh, more than doubled in followers. And I just want to try and get to the point where it's, like, you know, keeps getting, like, I just get a market and, like, just yeah. making stuff and people, like, fucking, like, like, right now I have, like, I think, 500 people who have followed me who like really fucking love my shit and that makes me really happy yeah I really Hell like yeah. that yeah it's a there i think there's an element of legacy with that for me like the uh the fact that you know we'll, we'll, we will be dead uh very shortly sure uh whether it's running out of water or natural causes or marijuana or whatever. first reform bitch yeah uh but at at the end of our life there will be a body of work mm-hmm. you know what i mean and whether it's us doing the fried rice bit <laughs> you know, or, you know, your drawings or any of this stuff. Mm-hmm. There is a part of me that is like, if somebody wants to get to know me, I've given them a lot of opportunities. Right. You know, um, uh, and I should rephrase it. If somebody wants to hate me, I've given them a lot of opportunities, you know, to just hate my guts. Mm-hmm. And that's why we put, I put this podcast every week. Yeah. I don't, I don't really think of like the legacy and stuff like that. I think of more like, like, did I follow my bliss and was I a joyful person? Right. And was I kind to other people? Yeah. But I'm I'm more of like a smart guy. Yeah. When it comes to Right. You're like that TV thinking, show. Yeah. You're like smart guy. <laughs> what if it's that show Smart Guy, but he's just a twelve year old kid who wants to kill himself because he knows too much about <laughs> yeah. life. Yeah, yeah. He's just desperately depressed yeah, and he, hangs himself he, in the first episode. He's Mitchell Heisman. 
I don't know who that is. He was that guy at MIT in 2009 oh, who wrote a 2,000-page long suicide note and killed himself on the yeah. front steps. Honestly, of, uh, that guy, you fucking nerd. Shut up. Just go get laid a couple times. Have you read any of it? No, I don't want to read it. It just seems like poison for your brain. Yeah, I tried to read the Unabomber Manifesto, and it was making too much sense, and I shut my computer <laughs> off. Dude, you the first three pages, I'm like, is he inside my head right now? Oh, man. Um, he like predicted like the hillary like 2016 election all really? this like twitter people becoming addicted to their phones all this stuff anyway hey, if anybody sees jason a rider truck <laughs> call the cops uh so we're well over the two hour mark right yeah, now I'm we assuming. should probably wrap it up uh, now i i want to strongly encourage you guys uh send us an email at to brainjailpod at gmail.com we got one this last week that honestly uh, made me feel like a million bucks. Yeah, Got, shout out to Lincoln Woods. Yeah, we yeah. love Lincoln. Yeah, uh, going through some stuff. Our ridiculousness helped. And somebody him sent out. us a drawing too. Yeah, somebody sent us some fan art. Yeah, I forget um, your name. Sorry, but that was very nice. Thank very, you. Very, very nice. But uh, but Lincoln, like, there's not enough goodness and and kindness in the world, and to receive an email like that from Lincoln like meant the fucking world. To it me. really did. It really did. Uh, I, I sat there. I was reading it. My my wife was, you know, talking to talking to me about not doing the dishes or some bullshit. <laughs> And I was like, look, I'm changing people's lives, woman. <laughs> uh, no, for real. I, I, was, I was sitting on the couch. I got the email, and it really it just filled me with joy. I just felt so good. And I, I know you're going through a hard time right now, brother. And, uh, you know, just, uh, hey, you know, if, you know, reach out. Reach out to some close friends, uh, and uh, we wish you the best on your journey through life. And I don't think his life is falling apart. No, no, no. 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 Well, you look, make it sound like he's yeah, on Yeah, Jesus the, Christ. You he, saw the guy right under the bus in front of the podcast. He, he's, I texted him today. He's fine. Yeah. I'm he's, not saying he's not fine. I'm, <laughs> you, you make it sound like he's like... You're doing, like, that, you're doing that bit <laughs> I do now whenever I have to Venmo somebody. In the subject line, I put, I heard you're having a rough time. No. I needed some help. Well, maybe... Okay, whatever. Uh, make sure you're uh, acting like the guy's tying a noose as he's listening to the podcast. And like, if we have to make him laugh in the first three minutes and he just takes the noose back off and steps off the stool. All right. Well, brother, I know you're going through an absolutely <laughs> blissful period of success right now. And your life is so fucking fantastic. And, uh, I just want to encourage you to just keep enjoying your life and we'll pray and for you. We'll pray for you. No, I mean, I send best wishes and just really appreciate you for sending that email even though I can't be sincere in front of you guys for 10 <laughs> seconds. Um, please leave us a review. If we get up to 69 written reviews, we're all going to do LSD. Oh, 69? No, we're like at 66 right now. Those aren't written. They're not written reviews. If oh, we get written up to reviews. 69 written, written reviews. Written reviews, yeah. Because, you know, let's be honest, guys. I just want to do LSD. You know, so if there's any... <laughs> mm-hmm. Kevin's like, if we get to 12 episodes, we will do LSD. <laughs> it's like, bro, we're already at 16. Like, oh, uh, right. well, I guess we should do it. Put the tab on your tongue. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, seriously, start writing reviews, whatever you got. You know, go steal an account, make up a Gmail, whatever you got to do. Uh, but we really appreciate those reviews. It means a, a hell of a lot to us and uh, elevates this podcast even higher higher so eventually we can actually get to a place where we can make some money and we can immediately get canceled yeah. which uh, is all of our goals and for this. we have more goals if, if we get to 420 reviews i will crack one beer on the podcast i don't like and that. stare at it <laughs> i, I crack one beer and black out stare at it. that's every day on his birthday we let ben crack one beer beer and stare at it for yep. an hour he yeah. just gets he gets alone in the room with it right. he just gets to look at it yeah we just sit outside we're like man i hope he's not drinking that beer <laughs> just take him up to a mountain hand him a loaded shotgun and just 
puts it over his shoulder as he watches the sunset go down. His dogs are running around. He just cracks an ice cold beer and just st- sits there until the sun goes down. I, right. I immediately black out <laughs> upon cracking one beer right. alone in the woods. With you, the shotgun. you come, you come to, and you're flying a fighter jet through the air, <laughs> but you're targeting your own home. <laughs> it's fucking great. Katie's pounding on the glass in the back seat. Going, Let me out of here. Uh, All right, we got to wrap up. We yeah. please, we we got to. Uh, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. All right, bye. See you guys. Have a nice week. The feeling of nervousness will unleash typically about an imminent event or something with an uncertain outcome. If this is gonna be that kind of party, I'm gonna stick my dick in the back of the Oh god! They're gonna know I'm dumb!